You, you don't you don't know the song then? No, I don't listen to Ghost. <laughs> I don't either, but I, I for some reason I know the song. <laughs> oh. uh, Enriquez's are pretty good. I think they're Scandinavian. I figure you would listen to them. Nah, I mean, nah. You like Scandinavia? <laughs> I do like the yeah. I do like um, you know, some of the music genres. Uh, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. I am Gregory. And we're gonna try to do a truncated show because the fight, the big pay per view. Is it? Is it a big pay per view? Besides, besides um, Usman and Edwards, which I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a pushover. I think it's gonna be like a like a you know, it's gonna win easy, but yeah, never know. Because who else is on it? Let me see. I know Aldo's fighting. Which that's not a big draw anymore, right? Yeah, true, true, true. But you know, it's still Aldo. He still gets a lot of fans. Um, I know oh, Rock Costa Hard's and fighting. Rockhold? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And that's not much of a fight either, though, right? True. I think Costa should win this relatively easy. I, 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 I can't remember the last time Rock Hard won a fight. So, is this a loser leave town match? Really? I, I don't think so. I think for Rock really? Hard, it might be. I think for Costa, I don't think. I think he. I think he still has. Uh, really? I, I don't see him losing, but uh, you know. So it's not a loser leave town uh, steel cage match. No, I don't think. I don't. Wow. Th- I mean, uh, maybe Rockhold, but not uh, Costa. I think Costa still has a couple of fights left in him. Wow. Uh, let's get to some pours because I don't. Know, I've had a very long day. It's been like a all right. very long day. Give me, give me some pours. What do we got? What do you? We got. We got a. No, I actually, I already have something pulled out. So I had to like. Pre, uh, I got. I got that uh, triple cake that you uh, sent over. Oh, I thought you were going to say you started already because I was so late, which, no, no, which no, I've no. done with you at times. So I'm supposed <laughs> you just and say like, "Screw that!" and pop it. Just this. get that. Just get that Saint Bernardus out of the, like started up already. No. <laughs> So wait, what did you pull? The Saint Bernardus? No, no, I got the uh, oh, the Saint Bernardus. I have to leave it in the refrigerator because it's a big bottle. So I had to like um, I'm gonna take a break if you want to pop that. No, I got oh. the triple triple chocolate cake uh, by yeah. I'm not sure who this is. This is Equilibrium, which I'm surprised we don't have glasses by from them. Yeah, yeah. we drink enough of their beers. Uh, I gotta tell you right now, off the bat, uh, my kids uh, who did the pours, they must have given you a full bottle of stuff because I, I barely got a, a pour in here. Oh, okay. how full is that jar? Oh, yeah, it's a big. Let me see. I can look at the ounces. I can tell you exactly. That's more than three seventy five. Oh, is, is it by the milliliter? Do we have that? Yeah, that's a, there's milliliters in there, and I have a five hundred. So you. It's must actually have under. It's actually under. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely over two fifty. Yeah. So what do you got? Like three? Yeah, it's about two ninety. <laughs> <laughs> like you would think, like oh, get just pour a two fifty. That'll be like uh, just put it this way. I'm pouring it into my little uh, dawn of a dark day festival, and it's mm. almost filled. The, it almost wow. it, it's it's filled it, and there's only a little bit left in the jar. It's about so. ten ounces for for us Americans. Yeah, that's not ten ounces for this uh, the dawn of a dark day. The little no, taster. no. I mean, for, I mean the the glass that I have. I think oh. it's like two ninety like milliliters, but it's about ten ounces. I guess. Got it. So so we ready to go. Let's do it. Oh wait, I gotta read the label. They gotta read me. Sorry, got too over, got too zealous here. Triple chocolate birthday cake, uh, by Equilibrium. It's an imperial stat with blended chocolate malts, cacao nibs, milk chocolate, and cake mix. Really? Hmm. Do they really and, just and actually has milk chocolate? So they're blending a whole bunch of chocolates in this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It does smell like chocolate cake, though. I mean, I have to admit, it does. It does smell like it. Uh, maybe New York doesn't isn't required to put the ABV on this because I'm not seeing it readily. Oh, that's a possibility. I think it's like ten percent or something like that. Oh, okay. Is this this isn't uh, this isn't barrel aged. 
Oh, it's not barreled aged. No, I don't think so. All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, cheers. Prosit. Oof, that is chocolatey. Yeah, that's a lot of chocolate from different wow. from different different sources of chocolate coming in. It's good. It's smooth. It's creamy. It loads of chocolate. Yeah, it's very like creamy. It's um. Yeah. And what, what's but it's not uh it's not lactose, right? It does kind of taste barrel aged too, though. Are you sure it's not barrel aged? I don't. It does have like a little like maybe it's just the chocolate's causing um. It is a little <clears throat> bourbony. Yeah. Right, a little boozy. Might just be the chocolate. I'm not or... seeing that. Seeing imperial stout blended with chocolate, malts, cacao, milk, chocolate, and cake mix. Mm. I, I, <clears throat> I did not know. I don't know. Uh, it's good though. It's sweet. It's, uh, yeah, it's very un- sweet. Unlike my adjuncted beer, this one uh, you can taste the chocolate in it. Do they really oh, put cake mix in these things? I don't see why not. Because it doesn't, I, everything I read says like doesn't really work that way. But okay, I, um, when they say cake mix, I assume they mean chocolate cake mix. Yes, like, uh, is it is there such thing as chocolate cake mix? Yeah, yeah I guess absolutely, there is. absolutely. Because you know, I always feel like that, like because you know, you have like chocolate cake and then you have red velvet. Isn't that just Ugh, like chocolate gross. cake? I think red red velvet is vanilla with with red flavoring. Is it really? Vanilla cake? I thought it was just chocolate. Is it chocolate cake? Maybe. I thought it was just. I thought it's just like a, it's like a it's like a clever ruse, like. A, <laughs> No idea, no idea. Hmm. Uh, it's, <clears throat> but nevertheless, it's good. Um, I think I probably paid a lot of money for this. Which is seem, which is weird. If, if it's not barrel aged, that's kind of that's kind of odd. I assume these are, but I don't think this one is. Hmm. Uh, and the equilibrium is starting to be uh, featured a lot on Tavor, along with um, your fruited sour people, Mortalis. I am Mortalis. <laughs> Wasn't what were we just talking about last week? How like Mortalis doesn't have a non-sour beer uh, on Tavor, and then that porter popped up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was kind of weird though, because it was a it was like a five hundred milliliter bottle for like thirty bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I think I can't justify paying thirty bucks for. I don't know. Uh, it, you know, it, it, you know, no, nothing could ever be as bad as the uh, Anchorage stuff. That's like that's like the ultimate. You know? That's the old, like the price, uh, but like, like the, the price, price to like point. it was like twelve ounces for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> That's really you know, like you know. Th- think I was gonna say my money and go to the Alaska, but am I paying that much for it in Alaska? Isn't that just a, is that that just a Tavor markup or is that what they sell for? You know, that's a good question. I, I think that no, I think that's just what it sells for. No, no I think it does because 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 I've seen people talk like in the forum about like Alaska. Really, but I think it's still expensive there too. Yeah, really. But can yeah. you get it on tap maybe for cheaper? Like just like, like a small I mean, like pour, a pour? For like yeah, 10 yeah, bucks? yeah. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. But Alaska, being Alaska, yeah, Alaska's not. Uh, I mean, that's what is it? Not that far away. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously it is. But like, I was watching a streamer who went to Alaska. It actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Looks, yeah, it won't be. It won't exist for much. It'll be all converted to land once uh, global warming melts all that stuff off. <laughs> could build like uh, beachfront property over there. There you go. Uh, have you noticed on you don't do Tavor anymore, do you? No, I don't. I deleted it a while back. So Tavor's doing this thing now where they're actually selling <laughs> other distributor other, other uh, marketplaces beers on it. it it's um, kind of a weird thing. You got to take a look at it. It'll say like this is like distributed. Tavor is distributing distributing this on behalf of. Really? And it's like another distributor. Interesting. Now you say when you say distributor, do you just mean like oh, it's sh- not the brewery? Is no, it the store, no. like a store? That May, I think, I think so. I think so. Ah, I think it's something. I think it's something like that. That's interesting. Okay. 
Which means I mean, now they got to I mean, market I, I, up a little bit more, though, right? Probably, yeah. And I could see how you, as a store, you might have the uh, facility or capability to, you know, to ship it out, and Tavor could just do that for you. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it kind of like as a uh, as a like an Amazon marketplace type thing now, right? Hmm. Like it's not That's Amazon's good, not selling it, man. but they're selling it on Amazon. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. So I'm looking you know, at it also mean like that. that you get the benefit of the protection of Tavor. Like if it's like something, something <laughs> goes wrong, like you get that, you get that you get your money. Oh back, yeah, right? oh yeah, yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. I'm, I'm assuming okay. they would do that. And Tavor is okay. very good about offering refunds. Yeah, yeah, mistakes. that's what I was wondering. Uh, hey, I have a question. I, I probably should just uh, uh, DM Mark. Mark's always tagging me on these uh, giveaways on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he yeah. win on on occasion? Yeah, apparently he does. Apparently wow. he, he must also he must be doing a lot of them though. So he doesn't. You know, I think I think every like contest there is, I think it's like yeah. I think he's doing. But he it, wins so. stuff. Yeah, he says he says he's always winning something. And does Tony win stuff too? Because Tony's another one that'll tag me periodically, but not as often that as I Mark. That I don't know. Yeah, Mark's, Mark, like a Mark, ga- Mark's like a gamer with that stuff. He's like uh, he's relentless. I figure he's winning a bunch bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he is. Mark's definitely doing. Nice. Uh, I think he follows all those things, so he could try to win. I think it's mostly like Dungeons and Dragons stuff. But there's some stuff on Travor. Like he just tagged me on a Travor. I think it's a Travor. Yeah, oh, Travor really? thing. Oh, okay. I thought it was only because everything I re- I received from him was like like D and D related, like fantasy stuff. Other than that, he doesn't mention anything else. Yeah, no, it's a bunch of stuff. And, oh, so he's uh, doing everything then. He's, I'm assuming oh. he's winning stuff, which is cool. He does. He does win stuff. I don't win anything. Yeah, exactly. I don't win anything either. That's why when he sends it, I'm like, I, I don't. I never win anything. You know. Yeah, I don't win anything. I'm like, so he's got. I figure he's got to be winning if he keeps. Yeah, he doing must that. have won like a long time ago, and it just kept doing it, and just you know, being just like you said, relentless about it. Whereas where I think I tried a long time ago to you know, and I was like, I didn't win, so I was already out of it. Nice. Where are my dogs barking at something? Uh, let me pause for a second. Yeah, what a day! Now you're, you're. I think you're right. I'm coming off of that adrenaline of being at work all day. And yeah. I'm kind of winding down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dogs are going crazy because I guess, uh, you know, John has John has all his collectibles, so I guess he's like a display case that he just got. So he's moving it into his room to. Oh, like I think so. Like the dog curio. was like attacking him. Like he's attacking like the like the <laughs> figures. Like, like the little the little dog. <laughs> oh, look. it's like a curio uh, cabinet, oh, which yeah, yeah. which mine remind. I looked at it. it remind me of uh, Houdini and the uh, like the water like the water death trap at the end. Yeah, that which which uh, which I believe doesn't really happen, but it's for the movie. It was like it makes it seem like that would that's what that's what often are are sped up the process of his death. Didn't he have like appendicitis? Is what I think yeah, that was think, actually yeah, legitimate. Think bit, yeah, yeah. I think the movie is more. Uh, it's more dramatic with the scene, and it's like you think that's that's what does him in. I love. I do love that movie. Uh, and I, I try to watch that movie annually. It's yeah, yeah good. that's a good movie. And it's also want- like how he was like anti like um like uh paranormal. Yeah. Where like he said like you know hey like if you know if 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 you know if you really want to know if I'm you know I'm a ghost like you know like this is the I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a phrase. And if uh, you oh, know, yeah. if, if I say it, then then you'll know that this the medium is is real. And if I don't, they're garbage. Is it just they're lying? They're just fleecing you. Did we watch out for the show or no? Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't think movie. so. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, that, definitely a good movie that we yeah, you know people haven't seen. A lot of people probably haven't, especially the younger kids. But I don't that, even know what the heck that's about. Light or was, is it color? It's color. It's right? color. It's color. Yeah. yeah. With the uh, with the. Uh, Super thin, attractive uh, Janet Lee. Oh, Janet! I just think Tony Curtis. I was like <laughs> Tony Curtis. <Curse? Like, laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, think about it. He, I mean, he was a good-looking dude. So it's not like he's not. Oh, that's a that's a good. And he was a tiny guy, remember, like a small yeah, guy. That. Yeah. All right, there yeah, we go. Houdini, the great Houdini. So Usman or Edwards is a pretty easy one to figure out. Yeah, to right? me, it seems easy. I mean, I mean, obviously, I I assume that Us. I didn't really see. I didn't check the the odds. I assume that Usman's a pretty good favorite in this. So I mean, obviously, you, want, you know, you, you know, being if you're a betting man, you want to put the money on the on the underdog, especially if you're not, you don't got that oh. much money. Who are we going to do that with? And we would have won a bunch of money recently. Oh, I can't remember, but Was yeah, that I mean, the, I mean, uh, what fight were the odds stacked against? Oh, like a thousand or something like that. Yeah, we're like, like we have we put that. some money, and we, yeah. we would have won money. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you know, like a few bucks. It's not like it's it's not like you're putting like you know thousands on it. Then then it's then it becomes a problem. What about Costa Rockhold? No, oh, I think Costa wins that easy. I'm I'm pulling for Rockhard, but uh, I think Costa wins it. <laughs> and, 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 and he probably probably gonna knock him out. I think he's probably gonna knock Rockhard out. So was it you or maybe Timothy was saying it's like the battle of the of the models? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we all see it. It's like we joke about that. It's like yeah, it's it's two good looking dudes. Just like I mean, like, technically. Like don't hit me in the face. Like, like, yeah, here, yeah, like yeah, here, yeah, it's yeah. part of the contract. Like you can hit me anywhere, but you can't. Like only, like, like only, like, uh, yeah, below, like the jawline, <laughs> like uh, above, like the groin. <laughs> That's in fact, funny. in fact, let's just grapple. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then all of all, the, I have no idea who all those fighting. Oh. Who's the? Oh, Billish there was a little Billy. controversy. I, I saw a little controversy, and I'm not sure if this is this is real or not because I didn't see the actual like like weigh-ins or ceremonial weigh-ins. But for some reason, and, and people were, were reporting this, that Acosta said F the uh, USAD, the... Uh, the USADA? The, yeah, the, you know, so <laughs> what is that? Is he drug saying, drug like... Uh, yeah, yeah, is he, like, saying, like, uh, like I want to be, like, 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 let us, like, let us roid up? Let us like brash. That? Like, let's bash. Yeah, let, okay, we have to bash. <laughs> let's bash. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, think they, I think they feel at times the... Uh, is it USADA that tests them? Yeah, I think it is because he said, like he said, like from what I the saw. Other one, the other one's the Vada. Is that the 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 world? Uh, is oh, it the the, the Wada yeah. and the Yasada? Yeah, it was the Yasada he had mentioned though. From what I and saw, I, the quote was. And I think they say, I think the allegations have been against Yasada have been that they they, they show favoritism ter- towards certain fighters. Really? Yeah, and oh. it, it was one of those things where it was a recent fight, I think, where someone had popped, but they let him fight. Even though they oh. knew he didn't pass a drug test, and then they oh. released the, the results like the day yeah, later. After yeah, the fight. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that was a big. There was, a, I think, uh, uh, um, uh, Brett, the big guy, Brett Lochner. What's his name? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I'm really drinking too much. Brock Lesnar. Uh, I think that was one of the uh, the allegations that Mark Hunt had against him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're saying that hey, why did I fight him when you guys knew he had tested positive but wouldn't release the results right, until after right. I had fought him? And yeah, you know, obviously he, we can't have our million dollar fight, you know, like fall through. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I get it. Where somebody that's new and they get popped, it's like, yeah, hey, we can cancel that. No, no yeah. big deal. Yeah, so I think I think some of the allegations have been like favoritism to oh. the bigger fighters. I think there's also like that whole, you know, I mean, I kind of get like, you know, like don't, don't they show up like at the houses or the places of the yes. like them I and give them tests like random yes. hours where because I was watching, um, uh, gosh, maybe a few years ago when uh, Mighty Mouse was uh, uh, he was a streamer on Twitch 
and literally during one of his gaming streams, <laughs> they like, showed up. like, like, hey, like, hey, I got to knock it. Like somebody, somebody's at my door. <laughs> and it was the guys coming to take the test. And he was like, wow, that was rigged. That was rigged. No, no. And like, he was like shocked because like, he, he, because no. he was a video gamer. So it's not like, you know, and the guys just came in like, they were like, hey, like, you could hear him like in the background. Like, uh, you that's know, like, a set. I feel that's a setup to get him like ratings yeah, on, would... on Twitch. <laughs> Well, well, you mean the the yeah? They probably saw him on there. Like, hey, let's go now. Like, no, let's, let's, I think Mighty Mouse knew they were coming, and like, if I don't think so because you're not supposed on. to know. Think about it. You can't know because then you're like you you could pre- prepare in advance to like to like try to like you know to game the system. So it's, <laughs> so it's got to be random, and they just came during his Twitch stream. But yeah. So so who's all the fighting? Who's this the village really guy? I'm not even sure. I'm not even honestly. I'm not even sure. Like a lot of the fighters on this card. I'm I'm not even really sure who they are, but the exception of like you know Aldo and like the the, the main card, and I think I was like a couple of other fighters that I saw on the like the lower tier, but really a lot of these the guys. Oh, um, Figueroa's uh, brother just I think he just fought. Oh, he just fought a little while ago. I think did he, he lost. win or no? And I think he lost. Oh, did he make weight like that? <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's his younger brother, and it's funny because I could because I uh, um I, um I don't have the ESPN anymore. But I was watching. I was watching Jens Pulver because he he operates the official UFC Twitch thing. Oh yeah. And basically, you could bet on the fight and stuff like that. So everybody was so so everybody was like, you know, you bet points, not money. But so so everybody was boy like betting on the other guy. And I was like, they think the odds are like negative five hundred for the other guy. So so I was like, okay, I'm gonna put my points on him. And yeah, and then sure enough, you know, the the, the people spoke and they were right. Uh, don't don't forget the show does have an ESPN account. Just for the record, no. Okay, you know what's so funny? Remember you were talking about how I, I canceled that, and like they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble because I did from PayPal instead of doing for." It's funny because they sent me like an email for three days in a row saying like, "Like, we, like we can't access your like your payment." Yeah, like, yeah. And then and then they finally just gave up like a couple of days ago, and they, like the email stopped. <laughs> and then, oh, because then so then your canceled. Yeah, they just yeah. yeah, it's an automatic thing. Then they just, then they just like pull it. So it's like. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what I saw, and I gotta I'll probably text you or talk to you off the air. I saw. You. Oh, I I texted you. I saw Nope last night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, I still, have to, I still have to watch it too. So you know, you, I you I two things. Like, you I, have I, to watch it. Yeah. And I challenge you to get through that movie. Like I challenge you. That's like that's that's, that's like the Eddie Murphy thing. Like Eddie Murphy, Charlie Murphy. Uh, I, I challenge you. And I'm not gonna get into the specifics about it. And 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 if you if you watch it and we do it yeah. as a review, then I'll probably talk about it. Um, oh but yeah, yeah. I yeah. sent you my uh, my thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah well, because it's kind of funny because I was like, oh oh, is it that good? Like like that good? Like, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'll just leave it at that. So like, it's so, best left unsolved. So to this, the who's this? The, you're not answering my question. You're avoiding like well, no, I am. I, I, I don't know. Billy, I, I, who's I, fighting Aldo? Never heard. No, of him. I think I know who he is, but I but I don't want to like say like oh I do and it, it's not incorrect. You know, I want to say that he might be like a is he, oh, gosh he might be like a Turkish fighter, but I but but I'm but I might be thinking of a different guy. So so I'm not really sure. It's it's okay. Aldo, and, and I do feel like the USC setting up like Aldo for like a retirement at some point. It's going to be over for him. You know what? He'll probably come move to America and you know start a camp or something like that. Or, you know, a school. Become a citizen like uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah, and like, like uh, all the rest. Of, yeah, all the rest of those guys. Like they go to need they go to life. Um, to Vegas. Well, although I wouldn't go to Vegas now because every, uh, all the other guys are there. I like a lot of other Brazilians. I go somewhere else. You know, Florida. Where the exactly Florida. Florida? Exactly Vegas, L.A. or uh, California. Yeah. I think I go to Florida. It's a bigger, you know, like like I feel that. I mean, I well, not even L.A., but I feel L.A. and uh, and Nevada are tapped out. You got to go somewhere else. 
So we talked about, uh, we're, so we had a big agenda for the show, but since I got out super late, um, we're going to truncate, which for us means two hours instead of like four. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to do, we'll, we'll talk about the Bateman, um, the Bateman uh, segment probably at the end, because you did want to, we could have the, the conversation about albums released in 1988, because oh, let yeah, me tell yeah. you something, there was a plethora oh, yeah. of oh, amazing absolutely. albums in the absolutely. year 1988. Absolutely. Awesome. Like I was saying, like, and that's why I told you to like, you know, I don't know if you took the, you took my advice about, you know, putting, a, putting songs down and each one of those songs that I have oh. recommended was from an album that I thought was sort of, um, gosh, what I say like innovative at the time, yeah. especially like for certain bands where like it was like a debut or it was a debut of a style, even. Oh, so is that what you have on the agenda? Because I put all the yeah. songs on the agenda, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. So, what they yeah. Were there some for, of the songs, a, a portion of the songs were related to, to Donnie Darko, a portion related to the album yes. that I that I gave you, and then the yes. other portion were the 1988 albums that, were, that were not picked. Got it, got it. It, it or definitely even a was a. It was the year was 1988. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> doom, doom, doom. The year was. Oh man! Uh, so we're gonna we'll put, we'll talk about the Bateman segment, but we won't actually get into 1988. The our right. choices till the next uh, episode. Um, but for this episode, we have uh, the offer episode six, a stand-up guy, and we have worth another watch, Donnie Darko. <clears throat> which I had seen it probably maybe 30 years ago or 20 years ago, hated it. And Wait a minute. Watched it what again. year did it come out in? Uh, I think 91. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2001. It's, like it's not that old. It's yeah. Not 2001, that... 2001. Yeah. I, I was going to say 30 years ago. Like, yeah. what? like, 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 are, are you I, I time, time traveled. Yeah. Are you time traveling? <laughs> I time yeah. traveled back. Yeah. So I was gonna say. Let me hear just like a quick initial thoughts on the, the rewatch for you. Uh, just, just uh, two things. One, the soundtrack and score are amazing, and you and you know I'm going to say that up there. Something I either forgot about that in the past, and two, without giving away too much, I definitely have a different perspective of the movie and, uh, and, a, and a different uh, uh, feel about it. So, well, I, and so go go a little more explicit. Did you like it this time around? Because we both yeah, said actually, we hated I did. it. Yeah, I, get that. Well, yes. I didn't say it. I wouldn't say that I hated it initially, but it just wasn't that like big of a deal that I, that I thought that where everybody was like, oh, this movie. Yeah. But I gotta admit, though, I, I now looking at it from a different perspective and looking at the different possibilities mm -hmm. in the movie instead mm -hmm. of like what I had initially, mm -hmm. kind of the movie makes more sense to me now. So you know, of course, I have my theories of what's going on, and, and bear in mind that I have not seen what the director or the writer yeah. say what's going on. So I'm going by my own theories once again. <laughs> You're gonna do the Rosemary Baby interpretation. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's yeah, my theory is gonna be similar, but it's gonna be different though in the way I, it's gonna be like you know. So, so I'm so let me be more explicit. You enjoyed it this time around. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I, I will, I will say I did. Yeah, yes, 100, I did. I 100% agree with you. This really? film was a lot better. I thought for sure you were gonna say you hated it. Still, no, no. Wow. And it, I mean, and then plus, like the fact that I, like that I maybe I forgot about those 80 songs that are oh, in there. Yeah. It's, it's literally the like the stuff that we used to listen to, like Tony, especially Tony. Like that, that gothic rock and that, that, that dark wave, man. new wave, yeah. exactly. The, the church, which is a, which, which oddly enough, the album came out in 1988. The, the, that <laughs> album with the song that's in there, that it's uh, literally 1988. That Milky so Way, the Milky Way, exactly, song, exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's a lot of that, you know, a lot of that music is just really like spot on. It's like, uh, you know, this, uh, this movie made me think 
and a lot. Oh and, and yeah, so, and I still don't know. You know I still don't even yeah, know what's there's going on. There's a lot going on. It kind of reminds you <laughs> like of like like a it's it it's like those like it's like a painting or gosh I want to say like 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 fine wall though, and you're trying to like you're looking through all the stuff like oh okay something's going on over here like this in the background they're doing this this guy's got like something in his mouth like does yeah. that mean something? There's a I, lot of like weird stuff going on. I like the fact that it's open to interpretation, and which oh, yeah. is why I don't want to know what the writer intended exactly. or the director yeah, exactly. intended. It's going to ruin. It's going to ruin it for yeah. me. Yeah, I can tell you one thing: it's not about time travel. That's oh, that, that's my see, thing. I'm going to go against you. Oh, you're going to oh because totally, you like time I love travel. that. I love the fact yeah, yeah. that it, it, you love. Yeah, you you're a fan of time travel. Yeah. So let's see. <laughs> you're using the uh, what's that? What's that? What's that book that? Um, that the uh, the time travel book, like the famous one or the story, the time machine, uh, the time no, machine? not the time machine. It's like the, with the with the girl and the father, and the um, and we always see too. Oh, you oh, this, oh, uh, oh, see, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was gonna say there's another book we have to read that's even more in alignment with this. You're talking about um, with Mrs. Witch, Mrs. Who's it, uh, Calvin um, and uh, May and yeah, and, uh, yeah. What is that? What is uh, that? my favorite? One of my wrinkle, I think, wrinkle I think in time. I just read the wrinkle, wrinkle, wrinkle in time. Exactly, wrinkle in time. Yeah, we we gotta watch the, the Oprah. We gotta what we watch that we watch the I guarantee I challenge you to try to sit through that movie. I, I challenge, challenge you. you. <laughs> I gotta queue up that that uh, hey, Prince wants soundboard. to play basketball. We need yeah. a soundboard. No, no, uh, <laughs> like the like a Charlie Murphy sound effect. I try to sit through that wrinkle in time movie, and I, and I challenge anyone to sit through that movie. It's you can't. It takes one of my most What's, beloved books of all time, yeah, right, and makes it renders it unwatchable. Did we do that book on the on the show? No, like in the beginning. But, but no. But what I was gonna suggest. So th- so wrinkle in time, circa nineteen fifty, probably um, mm. sci fi. Uh, but they released a a book called When You Reach Me, um, mm. probably two thousand eight or nine ish. Um, that heavily refers to Wrinkle in Time and the material. Uh, and this move, Donnie Darko, really does mirror a lot of the stuff what, what uh, happens in uh, When You Reach Me, but obviously the movie predates that novel. Right, so. right. But but I'm going to, I'll probably uh, I'll probably purchase it for you on uh, on Kindle, the Kindle so you can read it. It's yeah, a short book. I, I, it's I think very, you it's originally gave me the uh, Wrinkle in Time. I think you gave me a hard I don't know. Yeah, I have I a bunch of copies of that. I love right, either that, that or I borrowed it. I must have borrowed it from you. I, I would say the only thing that 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 for me dates that book or kind of makes it a little unattractive is the religion, the, the whole Catholic Christianity. Uh, mm. The so it's kind of based on some which, which is actually kind of funny because there's a lot of that in the Donnie Darko too. Uh, for ton, you. Like, well, definitely, like you're the Christ. <laughs> tons of religious oh, yeah. uh, analogies in it. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into uh, the offer because apparently we're we're chomping at the bit for Dunning Darko, and let's get get the offer out of the way. Uh, you ready for another pour first? Yes, I am. Actually, gosh, I almost finished that whole the, all the the two hundred. I finished mine because I only hit like a small little glass. Oh yeah, you got the, like, you, but I'm almost done with the with the two hundred ninety milliliters. You got the whole thing. What the? I should tell my kid. I didn't tell my kids the directions. Like, hey, make sure he, like, make sure Greg gets less. <laughs> oh. Um, so all I think I only have are stouts, and if we want to pump the uh, the AB ABT twelve, well, you also got the well. So remember, we're we're also to do the compare and contrast. Oh, do you want to? Oh, you want to do the Compton and the uh, oh, and the two RDL? That's why I put it yeah, on there. Yeah. Gosh, did I even do I even have a glass for that? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I saw everything was like in a in a in a what you call it a, a mason jar. So I was like, yeah. Is this Saint Bernardus Day? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, that's what you that's you showed me the thing. So I'm assuming it could, it could just be like a like clever like advertisement marketing. where it's not like <laughs> hey, it, like hey. a couple of places like oh, Saint so Bernardus okay. Day. Yeah, I have a, I have a little funny story. Like if we do poppy that pop, 
pop it because I, I saw something a couple of nights ago that actually is simply you know about Saint Bernard. So one of the streamers that I watched, so I thought it was kind of weird about the actual saint. Or no, is, no. It, is it an no, actual no. saint? I, I assume, yeah, yeah, it has to be. Like, if you name like a, if you name your like beer after like, if you're gonna copy the, it's gonna be Abbey style copying the Travis. I think one of the one of the uh, the little things is you have to use like a saint, like in your your as the name of your beer, or an Abbey, or you know something like that. So you do have to have something like that. No, no, I, no. My thing was that I was watching a streamer on Twitch. One of the guys I watch, he he just went to uh, um, Greece. So. I think he, he says that his second favorite beer is St. Bernard's, the, the ABT 12. So when he was there, he was, a, he, he went to a bar in Greece with, uh, with another friend who's, uh, who's also a relatively famous streamer. But anyway, so, so as they're drinking the St. Bernard's 12, the owner of the bar goes, Hey, I got this other beer over here. That's, yeah. that's like really like hard to get. It's Belgian. Oh, and it's, not it's a bestie. A, exactly. No, exactly. Like so now, then he goes like he goes. Now. So then the, the guy goes, "Do you have any of these bottles?" Apparently, he, he could only get twenty as an owner. He could only get twenty bottles a year. What? So, so he goes, "Do you have it?" He goes, "Yeah, I bring it." And right bet, I go, "Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it's a bestie 12. Sure enough, he comes out with like with the with the twelve ounce no. bottle with that's unmarked and nice. two bestie glasses. Nice. And I'm like, "Wow!" It's like, yeah. So I was telling my and friend, this was in Greece. Him, what are they doing in Greece? In Greece, in Greece. Exactly. So apparently, he's only able to get the twenty bottles like a year. So. So, you know, wow. so think about it. So, and, and the guys like uh, the bar was Belgian based beer. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. So it's a it's a craft beer bar in Greece. Yeah, a Belgian craft beer Got bar in, okay. in Greece. Yeah, but yeah, but like, it's still weird because even here you can't get vessels. Like, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like tripping out. I was like, wow. Like, you know. Oh, uh, wow. Well, there you go. Right, let uh, let's see. So yeah, grab something. We got the starty. So we have the tons of high level beers. We got that starry noche. Um, oh, yes. We got the leche yeah, starry noche. Oh. There you go. He shoots, he scores. We're getting spoiled with these noches from uh, Weldworks, apparently. It's huh? true. They keep putting them out. I mean, they know obviously they sell well. So. Oh, they sell out like almost immediately. Nice. Um, what was the one with the coconut one? That, that, the Mounds one was probably my favorite one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the last one we had. Was, was it the last one? I think it was because the birthday one was the one that... It was just a mixture of the, of a, the barrels. Yeah, it was a birthday barrel. So it was like the last one had the adjuncts in it. Uh, Starry Noche is a barrel aged imperial. St- oh, I'm sorry. Let me uh, go back. Summer Starry Noche. I don't know what that summer means. Uh, barrel aged imperial stout by our favorite Weldworks uh, Brewing Company in Greeley, Colorado. Uh, let's see. Summer Starry Noche started as a carefully selected blend of media noche batches aged for 19 to 34 months in a variety of freshly emptied bourbon and rye barrels, including Sazerac Rye. Uh, let's see, Taylor Blanton's, Elijah Craig, condition, go. oh, here we go, oh, nice, condition on more than three pounds per gallon of toasted coconut flakes and raw coconut chips, and finished with toasted macadamia, macadamia nuts, all right. Smells like coconut, I smell the coconut. Uh, oh, so Starry Noche, the regular one we probably just had recently. No, I don't think it was. I think the last one we had no. had had the adjuncts because we were like, "Oh, this is like this is definitely different than the than the birthday one." Oh, yeah, um, no, you're you're right, you're right, you're right. I think it was Starry Noche, the regular Starry. So this yeah, is what makes it summer. So this is a variant. Then. <laughs> like it's, a, it's, it's it's summer coconuts. Come on, it's like it smells it smells wonderful. I'm gonna tell you right that on the nose. Mm. Yeah, very very good. I can tell you right now, uh, a five Here we go. Cheers. Close <laughs> it. Oh boy, I want that jar back. You like don't drink it all. Man, that is super thick. Wow. Man, that's that a syrup. Excellent. That's syrup. That's um that, 
That is excellent. <laughs> this is good. This the wow. Man, did, that's like it's almost like tamarindo like pulp. <laughs> it's a mounds again. It's a mounds bar. It's a it's a mounds bar. And there's no did I, did I mean, there's no chocolate in this, right? Uh-huh. Macadamia nuts. So this is kind of like maybe an almond joy. I'm gonna say macadamia almonds nuts. And that's super sweet. I'm kind of. It's like really is it too sweet. sweet. Is it too sweet for no, you? No, it's, it's not too sweet for me because I because I like that. But it's definitely hitting those like those Horus levels. That is delicious. Mm. Yeah, that's, wow. Gosh, what's the ABV on this? I'm just gonna look. I don't think. I don't think they do ABV. Uh, I don't think they do ABV in uh, Colorado. Maybe at least thirteen percent. Like my eyesight won't be able to see, pick it up with the. I'm, I'm saying at least thirteen. Wow, that is super good. You know, super I, thick. I'll tell you one thing right now. As as expensive as these bottles are, they're worth it. No yeah, doubt. yeah. I keep on buying them, so they're clearly worth it. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good. Uh, okay. <clears throat> the offer. Okay. We're, we're barely halfway through the show, by the way. It seems like it seems like it's going kind of slow now. I mean, really? it's still good, but we're only halfway. We only got four more episodes. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, the show. I thought you meant like the. Uh, right yeah. No, four four more episodes in the show. Yeah, uh, so, they, they're definitely. I feel. I do feel like they're just, they're dragging <laughs> it out, though. You know. Hey, we, hey, we have con- we're contracted for ten episodes. You're gonna get ten episodes. Uh, so last episode, um, uh, Ruddy was uh, on TV with uh, Columbo, and so right away Paramount is in bed with the mafia, and so we see the fallout of that uh, early on in this episode. Everybody's upset. Blue Dorm's upset. Evans is upset. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, and we my start- note is everyone's pissed about the Ruddy Colombo partnership, quote unquote partnership. Exactly, and I think we started hearing about this at the last episode, but they're really starting to t- explore selling Paramount. Oh yeah, and uh, Bloodhorn's basically telling I think Barry that we had, like Paramount's got to be off of the portfolio by the end of today. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, it's the first day of shooting at uh, at, uh, at the, on the Godfather on location. And it looks like they're filming, uh, and I, I assume because Ruddy was there. Obviously, Ruddy was there, you know, for, you know, originally when they did the Godfather. But the first scene is the Al Pacino scene, like the like the Christmas scene, I think, where like where it's it's like snowing, and they're like they're buying gifts. Yeah, I think so. Pacino's nervous. He's nervous, yeah. And uh, Cope's uh, talking him down. Uh, then we get to the one thing that's really kind of weird about the show in general is it does jump around super quick. So you yeah. do a little small scene here in for the Godfather, then right away we're with the Ruddy Barry and Blue Dorn, and Blue Dorn fi- is like <laughs> he's super upset with Ruddy and fires him. Oh yeah, and, you're fired, right? <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. And then Ruddy like put, like to piss him off, takes a bunch of cigar like those probably Cuban cigars and takes a, bu- a handful of them on the way out. Look at that, good side note. There's like particles in this. Uh, <laughs> do you notice the particle? Is that is that coconut or is that the? It's funny because I have particles in the other one too. So my glass has double particle. I'm using the same I, glass. So I think it's coconut or is it the hazelnut? Yes. Both. Yeah. Like, like something was hitting my lip and I was like, what is that? Is that a hair there? What, is that a man? <laughs> uh Ruddy and Ruddy takes out his anger on Betty. Uh there's an emergency board meeting to sell off uh, Paramount. And then Gallo, of course, is becoming a problem. So Colombo and Gambino talk about uh, Gallo. I'm sorry, Colombo. Yeah, Colombo and Gambino talk about Gallo. And then Gallo shows up at the, at the end of that meeting and sees Colombo, and he gives that he has an envelope of, oh, yeah. of $1,000 that they're it's trying to buy he's, him he's off. Mo- Obviously, he's, he's mocking the, um, 
Carmine. Like, yeah, here's yeah. here's my uh, gift, and it's really he's giving the thousand dollars back. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, let's see. Ready tells Coppola he's fired. Uh, 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 uh. There's a conversation of Columbo talking to Caesar, saying, "Hey, it's like time that you stepped up." Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember that when, when this was happening. Uh, initially, I was like, "Wait, is it gonna be a made man now?" But then I was like thinking about, it, like, why would that be in the in the story? It's it's. And then I realized, oh, he the wants him to be a quote unquote be a man. He wants to be yeah. you know hit somebody. So yeah, okay, I, I I get it. I get it. Yeah, and immediately we see the payoff. We know what's going on. When yeah, we yeah. see the, the end of the episode. Exactly. Uh, and then we see Blue Door meet with Blue Door and Barry meet up with the potential uh, buyers from Texas, and sure oh, yes, yeah, it's yeah, the boy. Yeah, which is weird because hey, like shouldn't he be like in the gang? Like shouldn't he be like a part like of the Columbos or like the? I didn't think about that. Yeah, like literally, he's going against typecasting. You know, he's like, you know, yeah, you're like, right. Come on. His, his dad's like the was the leader of the you know. Yes, as a, a miscast, a as a miscast, he's like the Texas, the Texas yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a Texas guy. He's a Texas. <laughs> oh, and then uh, basically, it's Calhoun is his name. Calhoun basically Calhoun, says, yeah. we're going to have a new deal here, and I'm going to give you 50% of what the original offer was, and you guys are going to take oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird because he goes, like, he was 50%, and I was like, huh, like 50%? Oh, I guess he's assuming means, like, whatever it was initially, I'm going to give you half of that. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Bluderman's pissed, uh, upset. And then, and then, uh, and then we see Betty go to Colombo. Uh, and then we see, see again, it's jumping around too. For me, it kind of jumps around too much. And I don't know why they don't want to stick out with the with the more than one scenes in in a particular plot area. So Barry and Bluderman meet with Calhoun. Then we see Betty and, and goes to Colombo, and then we jump back to Bluderman and Barry in the elevator. And then Blue Dorn like smacks around Barry and says like you like you never you know never oh, give yeah, away yeah. your hand never show your hand. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then again, it turns back to Columbo talking to Ruddy, saying, "Hey, I'm gonna shut everything down. Don't I heard <clears> what happened. Don't worry about it. I shut everything down." Uh, let's see. Evans <laughs> crashes the the board meeting and does a speech. Uh, hey. Uh, Blue Darn calls uh, uh, Calhoun and tells him to F off. <laughs> F yourself, you inbred to the mother F. <laughs> oh, that's flawless, man. Wow. Yeah. Been, like studying, been studying the, study the, the voice, of like the Austrian, like, uh, <laughs> like the dialect. <laughs> you to the inbred to the mother F. Pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Cope's calling Blue Darn. Tell him the, the union's acting up because, of course, Columbo's involved now that he knows that Ruddy's yeah, out of it. Yeah. So Columbo's still having uh, Ruddy's back. Uh, but then Ruddy comes in saying, yeah, but whatever, but you can still got to work. So like, you know, they think they, I think the union stops a truck in front of a shot. Yeah. I think in fact, I think it's even Caesar and the, one of the other guys, like they're uh, there, like just they got that big old truck and they're like, we can't move it. You, you want you go ahead and you go ahead and you, you, know, you guys know how to operate a, a, you know, diesel, go ahead and move it. Then. And, and then of course Ru those guys are all film guys. They have no idea. Yeah. And then Ruddy finally steps and says, Hey, move, move the truck. They gotta, they gotta. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. Even though he, even though he's still fired at this point, but he tells him, yes. I guess they think he's back. And 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 again, Ruddy's, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing for the fit, the good of the movie, regardless of how it impacts his relationship to anybody else. And now that he's fired, he has no vested financial interest anymore. Right, right, right. And he's still going to help out. The, yeah, the I project. still, I still question about how much of this is like real too, though. I mean, you know, I mean, it makes for a good story, like the way it's going. But reality was probably more, far more boring. And you know, what, did he really associate with Colombo? Like winning time. Come on, 
Yeah, but well, that's what I'm saying. But did he really, you know, associate with Colombo? I mean, it makes for a spicy story. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Ruddy and Evans are good again. Like we are, we are you good? Are we are are you are we good? You and me, and then well, you gotta do the you gotta learn the Evans impression, like always, Bubby. He's got like a weird like lisp, like like buddy. Yeah, I can't do. He has like that lisp. Uh, let's see, Evans tells Bloodhorn that Ruddy made all this happen, and then of course Ruddy gets rehired. Uh, and that's that part where like Bloodhorn gets back, Bloodhorn gets back at the board member. Oh yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like he somehow gets the guy off the board. I'm not even sure how he you can move how you can move someone think, from the I board. Th- I think because he's still like the main guy, so you know he's he's still the main dude. And I think I think in order for him to himself to be to be removed, he would need like a like a, a majority like vote yeah. against him. Yeah. So, but you know he's the main dude though. He can get rid of everybody. And that they ultimately do they all fear him. He's like the wild. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's why the board gets together and like they're like, hey, we need to get rid of this guy first. You know, they should have got him first. You know. That's funny. Uh, and then then the Frankie scene I was talking about last uh, last episode. Oh yeah, yeah. The big Frankie scene. Now they're all they're all like they're all uh, like yeah they're all buddy buddy now. <laughs> Frankie like Frankie's in. <laughs> Frankie's okay with the movie now because apparently um, Ruddy got rid of all the uh, Johnny yeah. Fontaine stuff. Yeah, and and it, and it really did because in the book in the book it's it's a lot it's different it's more, it's way more extensive. Frankie the Fontaine character is way more extensive in the book. In the movie, he's kind of more of just like a, just a crooner in the background. That uh, you know, even though he is still the 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 godson. It's still, it's not like a big deal. Whereas in the book, he gets chapters. Like he's got yeah. like chapters. And we talked about that when we did the oh, yeah. uh, read it and watch it with the Godfather uh, right. last year. That uh, Fontaine gets all that stuff gets cut out. Uh, let's see. You're the guy straight out the script. Thanks for making that happen. And then we get to the, uh, we get to the, uh, the Gallo scene in the hit, in the hit with Caesar. There's so, also that line though where, um, with, with, with Sinatra and uh, and Colombo and Ruddy, where uh, they say something in Italian, and then he's like, and that means uh, those who wish us harm can go f themselves. And it's yeah. like you know, it's like a saying, like a famous saying. And that's why Colombo breaks the fourth wall too. I also I also had it noted. He looks at the camera while he recites that line. Mm. And then that's uh, the offer, super quick. And then I can say like Colombo sends Caesar to give Gallo a message where I assume they're probably in Harlem, but uh, I mean, yeah. I can't, can't really tell. And that's the, the probably the war has begun with this. Uh, yeah. The Colombo war, I believe it's called. Jeez. But, but I'm not, was that really a war? Because the way I read it, if it's a war, it doesn't, it's not that long. I, I don't think so. I think what's going to happen is Gallo is just going to get like hit, you know? And you, think, and you mean Colombo? Colombo. I mean, Colombo's going to get hit by, but it, quote unquote, it's not really Gallo. It's 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 a uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's an African American guy who does get convicted for the crime, and he's really? it's never associated with Gallo. So, but you know, you know, you know, he, you know, come on, we know. Do you think that's happening next episode, or they're going to draw it out? They might draw it out. I think they're going to draw it out. It at least ha- to like the ninth happen. episode. At least the ninth, and then we're get we're <laughs> we're, we're Columbo will be like in the hospital, like you got to do this, you got to do this, Ruddy. You got you know you got you got to make us right. <laughs> <laughs> that's drawing it out. Should should really should happen next episode. But yeah, it should right. happen next episode. But yeah, in regardless, he'll be in the hospital. He'll be paralyzed, and you know stuff like that. Got to get even with those socials. You got to get even with the gal. Okay. I'm not even sure what happens. Nothing happens to Gal, as far as I know. Nothing happens to him after. Uh, so what, I mean, obviously, we're still in on this. Are, oh, yeah, do, yeah. We, do we need to keep on reviewing it for the talking about it from the show, or we're or we're good? No, I'm I'm, I'm good. To, I'm good to the end. Okay. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, so worth another watch. Quick. Donnie Darko. Yeah. This is, what was it, 2001? 2001. Because Enrique said it was came out the year he was born. Yeah, 2001. Everybody's in this movie, by the way. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> even people I can't. Even, 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 some people you can't even. It takes a while. Like, for example, Seth Rogen. I didn't even recognize him until, until a little bit later on. Where what? It's like, oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's Seth Rogen playing a douchebag again. So it's like. Oh. Is this his first role or no? No, because no, I want to say this after that Freaks um, and Geeks? I think it might be after Freaks and Geeks, ah. but it can't because he looks younger in this. Yeah, I, I can't think remember. he does. Yeah, you know, it's a good point. I'm about to look that up because he definitely looks younger and it's like. Um, so Jake, is it Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? I don't know. I have no idea. I, call him, I think I call him Gyllenhaal. Jake no, Gyllenhaal. It's not even him, but it's also his sister. So it's like, yes. you know. It's a... Maggie Gyllenhaal, who I always say it's Jesse from Toy Story. Um, is that who she plays? Yeah. Uh, Patrick Swayze is in this. Yeah. Now, now when I need to go back to like the history of Jake Gyllenhaal because he he has he's almost acting like Tobey Maguire in this. <laughs> Did you get a sense like they, they could have easily casted Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire to be this character. It's like Tobey Maguire. What's that movie that? Wait, no, I'm gonna, no, actually, I'm gonna confuse. See, I'm confusing that one other depressed guy from uh, American Beauty. So it's um, so I don't want to confuse those guys. American but, Beauty. Yeah, That's there was like Kevin a depressed Spacey. guy who was infatuated uh, with the Thor Birch character in there. Oh, uh, no idea. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Swayze's in this as, as the Ped. Rose. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen, Drew Barrymore. Interesting enough. Interesting thing is that it doesn't mention uh, Rogen in the uh, the credits list of credits like on Wikipedia. So so that's why it kind of threw me off. Like when he's in the movie, I'm like, huh? <laughs> Uh, let's see, Drew Barrymore, David Noel Wiley, also Noel Wiley, no, Noel who, Wiley, who, yeah, who like he was in one of those doctor programs, right? ER, like, I know you, ER. you recognize the face, and I'm like, oh, it's that doctor guy from TV, yep. but I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> You're like, like you, you imagine the stethoscope in the scrubs, like, yeah, exactly, oh, like exactly, guy. exactly, yeah, ER, great show for the first few seasons, and then like jumped the ship. Um, David Chase, who you wouldn't know the name, but she actually has a pretty impressive, uh. Yeah, who is of, that? Um, uh, uh, filmography. Is she the is she the therapist by she's, any chance? No, she's the the little sister. I'm assuming. Oh, really? Samantha Darko. She was I, in yeah, the honestly, ring. I... She was oh. in the ring, and the original? she vo- yeah, she voices Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, okay. And she also voices Chihiro from Spirited Away, which is one of my favorite. Oh, films. that's right. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, because yeah. I would I had no idea. In fact, I was like, I have never seen her. You know, usually when you see like child actors. You 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 know you oh you know they were in this movie but I I didn't really recognize her from any other movies. Mary McDonald, who's the mom, which you've yeah, seen yeah, a yeah, bunch very of recognizable. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Jenna Malone, which I didn't know her. Oh really? But she's yeah, in see, the Hunger I, Games. Yeah, yeah. I recognize her from like she's in a lot of a lot of things. I always I always say like Jenna Malone's cute, but she's got like bad hair. Like I don't know why. I was like her <laughs> hair also annoys me. But she's cute uh, though in the movies. Though. She's cute, but the hair like the she's hair got stylist. bad hair. She's got bad hair. Uh, let's see. Who, and who the, it? Oh, Catherine Ross is yes. a therapist. I, yes. I, I'm finally putting it together because Catherine what? Ross is from one of my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, horror the graduate. Movies. Oh, uh, no, no, she's the graduate. Yeah. The graduate and Butch Cassidy is what I have. What's, what's oh, the yeah, horror movie? Yeah, but, no, 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 no. The, um, gosh, the, the one with the, with the robots, the, um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing I a robots, blank Terminator. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's the, um, oh man, I'm drawing, it's like the perfect society where the women are all like, like robots. The and like, uh, and robots. gosh, no, why am I, I? I'm just drawing a blank on Blade Runner, not Blade Runner, not Blade Runner. <laughs> like replicants. <laughs> I can't remember robots. what it's called. It's like it's one of those like weird like movies where 
every all the women in this this town are all robots and they're Westworld. like that west world west world like oh man oh my gosh right is it the oh. Valley of the Dolls? Like the no, Richard no, Roger no, 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 movie? No. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It's like a. What are you and, talking and, about? In fact, the Sus- husband Suspiria? is that one. Suspiria? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember the name. Like, because <laughs> I actually like the movie. Give me a year or something. Give me a. Uh, it's relatively old, probably probably seventies. Either <laughs> or, either like probably eighty or late seventies. And Catherine um, Ross is in this. That one Benjamin, that actor, that Benjamin something. He's like the husband. And he like they come to this town, a city, and it's like the, it's a perfect city. And apparently, like the evil the Colonel Cochrane guy, he, he's he, he they kill the women, they make robots out of them. And I think he's like he's like an ex Disney like uh, employee. Oh, here we like, go, here we go, here we go. The Stepford yeah. Wives. The Stepford Wives, yeah, the Stepford <laughs> Wives. <laughs> I don't know, why I can't. But it's funny because like whenever you see somebody like that, you go, oh, but the Stepford Wives, like you know. So the Graduate, the Stepford Wives, which casting the Simmons Kid, the Final Countdown. I mean, she's yeah. got a decent filmography. Oh, yeah, she's in everything. But it's funny because I couldn't, I couldn't, I was like, wait a minute. She kind of reminds me of Cagney and Lacey, but then it's like, because she had the haircut. <laughs> like Sharon you know, Glass like or Tyne Daly? Uh, not Sharon Glass. Glass. The one with the, yeah, the, one with the blonde yeah. hair. Because she has that same short haircut, but then I'm like, that face looks different. But it, you know, yeah, And she's actually, she's a, she was a relatively, you know, good looking woman back in the day. So it's kind of like, you know, now she's older in this movie. Uh, okay, so that's the cast. I didn't look up the director and see what he did afterwards, but uh, definitely, I'm assuming like maybe a one time, like a one hit uh, wonder guy. Maybe I'm not sure. I know there's a little, I know there's like backstory about the guy because they made a sequel to this movie. It was like an unofficial no. sequel without him. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, Do- yeah, for they, Donnie Darko. Yeah, they, they made they made like an unofficial. I forget what it's called, but like he had nothing, he had nothing to do what? with it. Like the writer or the director had nothing to, nothing to do with it. And so supposedly <laughs> they're making a true sequel though with, with the guy. So you know with that's Jake gonna be Hall or the uh... no no with the with the writer uh, ah uh, let's play the uh, the first song we hear oh yes yeah. also it starts off like 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 you know it's like I said like I have my theories on what's going on in the movie like he's laying on he's laying in like in the middle of a road his bike is on the side yeah so right away what do you think <laughs> yeah okay so not that scene but what happens almost immediately after is you see this bright flash of light. And it, and it, and, it, and the first time I'm thinking, wow, is that like something? Like, you know, like it's like they tell you when you die, you see that, you know, like the walk to the light, you see that explosion, and that happens to him. And it's like, gosh, I think he's, I think he's dead. This might be the point of like impact for him. Yeah. So like when you see him on the side of the road off the bike, I think immediately I think he's dead already. He's already dead already. See, but like yeah, <laughs> but it, but it's not till like the next cut where he get, when he gets on the bike, you see like an explosion, like of light in the edit. Yeah. And then, and then he also he also has a smirk on him the whole oh, yeah. throughout the whole film. But this yeah, is the yeah. first time we see it, and it's almost like, oh yeah, this is the afterlife now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's constantly got that. I got I got to tell you something about the Dying Darko character too. The guy's an a hole. The guy's the guy's like a total a <laughs> hole. But I just but I realized that, uh, man, and and the guy reminds me of like me when I was younger. He's like an a hole. He's like he's he's not, he's not you know he, like you hate this guy because of the way oh, he is because he has no filter. You mean? Yeah, well, he really the, doesn't have no filter. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that too. But he's just like, yeah, he's angry, he's depressed, he's on yeah. drugs, you know, it's like, you know, he's you know. And then later on in the movie, like there's there's one explanation for everything that's going on that happened where oh. the therapist just flat out tells him like what's wrong with him. And, it's, and that could be like the most simple solution in the movie. Uh so so right away you think he you think 
like we do because we're you know we ha- we heavily analyze this stuff at the beginning. We you think the whole movie is him dead already? Oh yeah, he's he's dead or this yeah it's already <laughs> yeah in the movie you're seeing like the things that like the the, the potential of what of what he was thinking maybe before the moment of death. Yeah, and so so that's one I think I think it's a one valid explanation. The other explanation is that he's a somnambulist. Is well, the, is I actually the... wrote that down because uh, <laughs> he, he is a, in, in the movie. He is a somnambulist, and I'm going like, hey, is this like a nod to like the, the cabinet of Doctor Cal- you know, Cal- uh, Oh, is, I see. Is it is, is Frank like 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 pulling his strings like and. I thought you were going to mention it because I wrote a I wrote a story I wrote a screenplay. My thesis was called the uh, about somnambulism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you made a movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, I so mean, I mean, he's, obviously he is. I mean, the whole like one of the big things is like he sleepswalk. You know, the, yeah. pretty much like anytime he does something, he has an escape. Oh, he's oh he's sleepwalking. So that which which gives you another possible interpretation that. He's imagining the things that he sees because yeah, of sleep yeah. deprivation, or, yeah, or like or, I said, this might be the this might all the stuff that's happening might be the moment happening before he, you know. And like I said, like I have my theory on what happens in the end, you know, like you know, every, you know, it's like they show like the, you know, like the engine falling into that. But now I, I, my theory changes on what actually really happens because because of other events in the movie, I'm thinking that that just that that might just be like a metaphor in the end, like the whole like engine thing. Uh, where's Donnie written on the fridge? And then we meet the family and, and like a big yeah. dysfunctional family. Oh yeah. This highly dysfunctional. Also, I thought that's kind of funny because the mom's reading it. Like when they, when he walked yeah. and he comes writing it. And I thought that was kind of funny. There's a lot of references to like it. And then there's near a near dark, uh, reference later on. Um, and, it, and, it, and also, uh, this takes I mean, place. Not, did I, what did I say? I said, did I say near dark. Yeah, you said near dark. No, I meant, uh, uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. Sorry. Oh yeah, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, at the theater, it's like literally, it's just a, they're watching Evil Dead on the theater. Uh, we meet the family. There's a big t- there's a recurring theme of politics. Um, that, that oh yeah, spread Dukakis and versus Bush, <laughs> which I assume in 1988, I guess that uh, was the presidential election. Yeah. Uh, Donnie's in therapy. Takes a bunch of meds. Taking in a bunch of meds. Uh, I was trying to I was trying to read the bottle to see what it was. Obviously, it's an antidepressant, uh, or, or it might even be lithium. Considering that the what, what the therapist says later, it might even be lithium. Let's see. It doesn't it doesn't get on with his mom, and then we see what happens at midnight, where he starts hearing the voice, and the voice says, "Wake up, come closer." And then we see the Frank character. Yeah, and that's why uh, I say like it reminds me of the cabinet Dr. Calgary because he's being compelled to do something in his sleep in his sleep state. I didn't even think about that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then the Frank guy says, 28 days, six hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds. That is when the world will end. Yeah. And so that becomes an ambiguous uh, uh I think yeah. I mean the ominous the, the, premonition. Yeah, well, although I feel like the world, the world's gonna end. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna end for you. You know, I think yes, it's, it's it's kind of a narcissist thing. That, oh, the world, I am the world, so it's gonna end. You know, but really, it means you're gonna end. Yes, absolutely. See that uh, then that interpretation. Uh, he's on the golf course, uh, and, and so while he's having this hallucination, that engine falls into the house. Right, the quote unquote engine. <laughs> that's why I say that. To me, that's a metaphor. Uh, uh, let's see. So the, so the whole thing that he goes on is he thinks that Frank's kind of saved his life because Frank's beckoned him to be out of the bed at the time that the quote unquote engine falls and crashes into the house. Right. Um, let's see. Frank's telling him how long you have to left to live or, or change the events of that. Uh, and then there's a, and we go, we talked about it before. There's a bunch of religious, uh, analogies 
And I think this might be, and I, I wrote the note down because I remembered it. I'm not sure if this is where it takes place. And he says, like, why is your name Frank? And he's like, Frank is the name of my father and his father's father. Oh, right. and for some reason, right. it kind of reminded me like of like biblical times. Mm. Okay, yeah. The thing I was thinking of like the seventh son of a seventh son, too. Oh, it's, like, it's got that like, you know, like it's my father before me. And you know. uh, let's see. <clears throat> Also, I think this is also at the point where I'm like, man, Donnie's like not a likable character. You know? <laughs> and this is why also would, would my theory start popping up or like nobody really like he's obviously he's got his couple of his, his two friends that are, you know, that, that he hangs around with. But other than that, it just seems like he's not a likable guy. You know, uh, let's see. They're waiting for the bus. There's that uh, the overweight Asian girl that they're goofing on. Um, and then we hear the next song. I noted all the songs. I I think maybe I'm missing one, um, where they uh, where they played throughout the movie. Yeah, Tears for Fears. Yeah, yeah. There's Great a couple song, songs that I left out because I don't remember. They might have been the ending credits. The ah. it was In Excess and uh, and Oingo Boingo. Really? What did I yeah, play? In Excess and Oingo Boingo. Yeah, it might be in the credits because because I, I don't I don't remember uh, seeing hearing them in the movie. Okay. Let's two tears for tears for fear songs. What's the other one? Well, the other one's actually a cover, an excellent cover, I must add, of of Mad World, and uh, and instead of using the actual tears for fears one, which is like synthy and more like upbeat. Oh, I see. It's, it's like a very depressing version. <clears throat> the very well, probably one of the last things in the movie. Actually. Yes. Uh, so they go to. I'm assuming they go to like a private, like a Christian yeah, or a Catholic, school. Sc- or Catholic school or something. Yeah, like definitely. That. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. It, I see. Yeah, it probably is religious because of the because for some reason they have like. But it's weird though because Patrick Swayze is like a south like south health guru or like yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, why would you want that guy to come in there? <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> oh, that's true. But then, the, but it's ultimately it's like a religion for them. It, 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 that one woman's like a zeal, like zeal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's see. We see Cunningham early on. Then we see Drew Barrymore as an English teacher, and they're reading a story, a book called Grant, The Destructors by Graham oh, Greene, yeah. which I've never I think heard a lot of. of I think a lot of the movie is based. I think a lot of the story is based on the Destructors. Is that a real? The, is that, that a real book? It is. It is. Oh yeah, it is. Never heard of it. Yeah, Graham Greene's. It's a short story from 1954. <laughs> uh, you know, published in Pictured Post, subsequently collected in 21 short yeah. stories uh, okay. later that year. So yeah, no, it's a real story. But like a lot of the stuff parallels what happens in the in the in that book, and it's, and this gets me thinking for, like why my theory in the end like makes sense that okay. at some point he must have read the book. Like you know, I mean the movie yeah. obviously reading it, but before like uh, you know like the. Uh, I like the the part of the skipping ahead in the PTA where the where the where the Donnie's mom asked the zealot woman like do you know who Graham Greene is and she's yeah. like yeah everyone's seen Bonanza and so yeah, she's mistaken like, yeah she's mistaken him for Lauren Green. Green yeah Lauren <laughs> Green like and I'm like huh everybody like, knows huh? Bonanza <laughs> that was like kind of like I was like huh Lauren huh uh, just a, just a which I used, which part of I used to like so I'm like huh <laughs> just to show her ignorance it was pretty funny uh you ready for another part. Yeah, actually, man, I think I drank too much of this too. Yeah, you got all the big pour. I got like small. I'm using my little Dawn of a Dark Day glass. All pour, all small. Do the uh, Leche Bracho. Okay. So that's wow. Three, three, three maximum. Uh, it's a short. It's a short show. Very short, brief show. All right. It's a brief history in uh, beer to to make a Donnie Darko reference. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we got to read that brief history in time too. By the way, it's on my to read list. I remember, uh, like, because my original thought for, for watching this was because of a friend had mentioned it, and 
And then uh, and I, I was like kind of curious. I was like, I wonder, is there a book for this? I mean, but there isn't. So I was kind of disappointed because I would have liked to have read uh, like more. Like you know, when we read the uh, the Fight Club, how it it's it, it, it's 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 slightly yeah. different in the way yeah. the story goes. Uh, here we go. Leche Baracho by Bottle Logic Brewing. Obviously, another uh, repeated uh, brewery that we like. This is a spice imperial stout. Brewed with ancho peppers, cinnamon, cacao, and lactose sugar, aged in tequila and bourbon barrels. Stasis tequila, Project. Tequila's a weird one. Um, let's see. We got to pair this with the red pork tamale. Do you have that? Do you Ooh, have the red pork no. tamale over there? I think I, I think I, I actually had some like a week ago. Oh, you should save that. Like, should save them like in the freezer. A <laughs> uh, flan de chocolate. Do you have any flan no. over there? No, you I haven't like had flan? flan in years. I I haven't had that in like at least a decade. Do you like flan or no? I, I don't. I really didn't. I you know no? even, even back I in the like day, it. I don't think about it. I would still be buying it if I if I did. So yeah, nah, nah. Cotija añejo. No idea. I think it's is that cheese. Cotija's cheese. Oh okay. Is that that white cheese like the? Well, cotija is like the the salty crumbly cheese. But yeah. I don't know what okay. Añejo means. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, gosh, I can't. You know, I kind of want to try that because, like, I remember back in the day, I didn't really care for it, but I feel like nowadays I might like it. Yeah, you're you're absolutely correct because when we we're kids, it had kind of because it has a kind of a funk funk smell to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But if you have like like refried beans or a bean and cheese burrito and you put the oh, in it, it's super yeah. good. Oh, it's a little wow. salty. It's I like salty. that though. Like, what's one of my favorites? Like, fed. I I love feta and stuff like oh, that. Feta's so. good. Yeah, I love yeah. that. It, has, it almost has like that acidy sourness yeah. to it. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh jeez, 14% alcohol oh by volume. Here we go. Let me wait here. Let me pour. It does look thick and creamy, not as much as the uh Yeah, that's it's, it's gonna be hard to beat that uh the uh, starry noche. There we go. Cheers. Present. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah, it's oh, good. chili's really popping that. Yeah. I mean, the ancho. Yeah. Uh, Leche is one of my favorite uh, Stasis Project beers, by the way. Yeah. This is really heavy on the on the chili. Which which I want. Mm. I want that. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see that that has not dropped off. That uh, Paisley Cave is up now. Shoot, I Ooh. want that. Okay, well, I, I want to I know something. Uh, is, the, is the modern... Uh, version of Paisley Cave. Did they get rid of uh, Great Notion in that? Uh, yeah, I think oh, it's just a so they no longer it's not a collab. Yeah. It's no longer them. Like you guys are out of here. <laughs> and I felt that it, it dropped because of that. Honestly, oh. I think the first time we had this was at the uh, Week of Logic that uh, Paisley Cave. I think right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was. You remember big... what it was called back then? Um. Oh gosh, I, I think I might still have like the little manual book. The passport, probably the, like the passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do have that actually. I have to look it up. Because yeah. remember, they gave them like pseudonyms uh, for right, a week of project. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was called. This is good though. Very good. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so we talked about the book. It's and also uh, Drew Barrymore too. <clears throat> As a teacher, yeah, when like, her acting's not that stellar in this, either, it's, it's by not. The way. And in fact, there's one part later on when she's getting fired, she's she's very I'm like uh, maybe it's intentional, though. Maybe it be, might it's be like not, intentional. It's thing. not. I mean, come on, just been, been in everything. I don't know. You know. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Maybe she was sober. No, it's not. That's not fair. Like that's not. That's not fair. That's Hollywood. That's like Hollywood caused that. I blame Hollywood. And then we started talking about Grandma Death. 
uh, is a, a oh, recurring, yeah. like actually becomes a prominent character oh. at least. Oh, I, I do want to point out a scene too that that lends to my theory of what's going on in the movie. When uh, when uh, the new girl comes in, uh, this that is Jenna before, Malone character. Yeah, when Jenna Malone, she's like the new girl in school, quote unquote. And then she walks into class, and then the, Drew Barrymore tells her, like, um, oh. sit by the who you think's cutest. And that sounds really weird, and it's kind of like odd. But but I, but in in junior high, I had something similar happen to me. What? So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, mean, I can relate a little story where, like, um, um, for some reason, you know, that they were doing signups for for the volleyball club or the volleyball team in, in junior high, and so I liked somebody, and obviously, I liked some. I was attracted to somebody. So I go, hey, I'm gonna go. She's gonna she's gonna travel the team, so I'm gonna travel the team. So I went to the classroom, and one of my teachers was there. She was a PE teacher. She's like, "Hey, Greg, are you here because the she's here?" Yeah, like, literally in front of the whole like, class. Dull, so and, every, like, and everybody was like, everybody was like, "Ooh," because they were doing the same thing that happens to Donnie Darko, where it's like, "Ooh,", ooh. <laughs> and that was the last time I showed up for the for the for the practice. <laughs> was, man, I was like, scared. "I'm out of here." Like, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, then they're doing that whole like uh, that anger management class. Oh yeah, he's like yeah. That, that's one of my original notes. I mean, obviously he has like severe like. Uh, so I didn't realize. I don't understand. If the, is that like a detention or like or is that like a class? Oh class? oh yeah yeah the after school thing with the with is the it after school teacher. though? I, don't I think it is. School. I think it is because yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah, that I didn't. I didn't. I just thought it was a PE teacher just doing like a like. Is it you know, punishment just, or is it? Uh... <laughs> I think it's just a PE teacher substituting in a classroom and she's doing that stupid self help thing, the, and she's just constantly showing the videos and pushing the, the you know the Patrick Swayze character. She's and like, they're she's just hot. Going, yeah, and they're sitting there like, oh my God, like what is this man? Uh, let's see. He sees Frank at night again. Uh, and then he has an axe. <laughs> That's a pretty creepy scene where he has yeah, an axe. axe. Yeah, he's sleepwalking to the school. Well, one of the first things that relates to the destructors, because because that's very there's at least three or four things that re that relate to the book that oh, okay. he's doing with the axe. He's destroying stuff, you know. So he cuts the pipe in the school, and then and then we start seeing these uh, countdown cards throughout the movie, where it's like, hey, this is how much time he has left for the end of the world. Um. He we do find out that he cuts the pipe in the in the school is where he's at. Right, right. And sc the school is flooded, therefore school is canceled, and um, and uh, and then they uh, the 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 mascot gets axed, and then in writing it says they made me do it. Exactly, and well, it's interesting, mean, because... which actually means something to me later on in the movie. Mm. Well. So, the... I thought the the point I thought of the thing was also the handwriting. There's like the handwriting thing that they use later on to like see if one of the students did it. Yeah. And out of all the students they show, well, obviously that one, the one like like bully guy, he's like, mm -hmm. they, I guess he gets accused. But they also put a question mark marked by Donnie Darko's name. Yep. yep. Assumed saying that his handwriting looks similar. Yep. So so that's, so that's another clue to that that I'm using in you know and in, in for my theory. So I, maybe before we go further, maybe we need to hear the theories now. I think because then maybe we you could, think we so. Could, yeah, because then I think we could understand it more as we go through the summary how okay. how our theory applies to the events that are happening. Oh, yeah. Okay. So initially, initially back in the day when I first saw this, I thought it was just a movie about like a guy about basically he was he's he's gonna die. Obviously, honestly, Donnie's gonna die. And what he was seeing was in the moment of impact on his death, 
he was seeing all the things that he wanted to do in life, like flat in a flash of moments, like the, you know, that, that little, ladder. that little, yeah, exactly. Jacob's ladder. Like he's doing, so these are all things I would have done, but my theory now is different than that. You know, even though he does die. Wait, hang, 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 let me interrupt you for a second there. That interpretation is not a bad interpretation though, because well, that was you, my initial one. So if are. you think about it, there's also when he goes, is a he goes in that movie as a double feature. And what's the second movie on that double feature? Oh, The Last Temptation of Christ, I think And it if was. you remember that film, that whole film oh, is dying. about oh, what Christ right. on the cross dying, right. what his and life about, would have been exactly, like. Exactly, exactly. So that interpretation is actually a very good but interpretation. It's a valid newer, interpretation. My newer version still still holds up with that. Well, that's a possibility, too. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, now so what do you so now what right. do you have? Okay, so my my newer theory is that obviously he does die, period. You know, he, he's going to die. And and you learn later on that he that he doesn't know any of these people after like the girl like Jenna Malone he doesn't know she doesn't know who he is so that's never happened before of course he yeah. said time travel he, you know he changed time I don't believe that so so my theory is at some point because they even show him with the gun in, in the in the movie where he gets the yeah. gun it, he I say he offs himself he kills himself and but before he does it he probably like has this fantasy where like I should have done this I should have did this I should have done this. And and then he just offs himself. And then the interesting scene where you see like the like the turbine being taken away, it's kind of weird because it's it's away from everybody and it's not shown like in the house, like in the beginning where it's like smashed into the, in the roof. It's it's like shown from a different angle and it's just and it's been drawn away. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's like a metaphor for like a bullet. It's like it reminds me oh, of a bullet. Uh, even. So I'm like thinking that it might be like a bullet from like in the gun that he killed so himself. So you think he's killed himself? He's killed himself. Yeah, he kills himself. Scene. Yeah, but ultimately, before he's either fantasizing about the things that he that he would have done, uh, you know, it's a you know, it's like um, these are the things I should have done in my life, and uh, you know, this is the way. And in a sense, that that can be considered time travel because he's like thinking, like, and I've done this before. I'm sure you have, where you go, man, I wish I could have done this back, in, you know, back in the day. I would have had I had this moment, I could have done this, and things would be entirely different. I could have been a different person. And I feel it's like doing that in the movie, where it's like, and then ultimately, because he's the way he is, depressed. He yeah. just himself. And he thinks he's doing a better, he thinks he's helping everybody in, you know, in, in the process. So the plane, so there's no such thing as a plane. A yeah, plane yeah. Crash. To me, to me, the plane is just like a metaphor for like a bullet. It's like a ah, it's like a big, it's like silver. It's probably a 45. I think he pulls out like a 45 or a nine millimeter. Yeah, I think something so. is yeah, I'm thinking it's just a bullet. Because even early on when they show it, it's got that little tip, it's got that little like weird, like like spiral tip on the on the engine. Right. So so I'm like, yeah, I, I got a feeling that's it's just a bullet and it's not really a, a, a an engine falling into the house. It's just like, you know, they're just like trying to make it seem like it. You know, it's like it's it's creepy and weird, twin peaksy, you know, but um, I don't know. To me, it's just like, nah, it's like it's not. I, I don't know if I have a, a, a clear explanation like you do, but I, I still think there's a time travel element to it. Mm. I think there I, and I think there's multiple people in the movie that actually can time travel mm, and that he's yeah. not and he's not the only one that can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see it. To me, the whole time travel to me is just like that way that we are as people, and we see things in the past how we how we could have like done it. things it's differently. It's a metaphor. It's like a, yeah, you know, because like you know, I, I've done this like a, I mean, yeah. thousands upon thousands of yeah. times where man, I wish I could have went back to that that moment at, in school where I would have done this. Yeah, you know, the situation would have been different. You know, and it's sort of like time travel because we envision ourselves doing that. You know, and doing this in and it, things change. Oh, I would have been. I would have had a kid. I would have got married. Yeah. I would have did this. Yeah. Uh, so I so uh, I like the idea of that it's a sci-fi thriller yeah. and the, well, I mean, I mean it's definitely a sci-fi travel. movie regardless it definitely is I mean and so so when we and the reason why I bring it up and just to hear like the thoughts of it because I think when when we see they made me do it oh yeah 
you think that it's referring to Frank made him chop the 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 pipe and right. and and uh, and uh, vandalize the uh, the dog. Yeah. To me, it's actually they made me do it is referring to the fact that he has to actually change time because he wants to save the people that he loves. Yeah. Because also, the, oh, go ahead. Because the fact that it matters if he doesn't, if if he doesn't do what he does. The mom dies, the sister dies, and the right. girlfriend dies. Everybody dies, yeah. Everyone close to him dies. Right. So when so when he's saying they made me do it, I think for me it's like a foreshadowing that he's forced to to go back in time and to die because that changes everything. And yeah, they but it can also be like because of that. It can also be in here. But so remember, like the therapist flat out tells the parents. You know, Donnie's a, 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 a <laughs> paranoid schizophrenic, and that's literally the easiest way of explaining the whole movie and the way, and the way he's seeing things and the way he's, you know, so it's, and, you know, that's, you know, so it's like, you know, it's, you got, you, you know, I think that I feel like the therapist is probably like one of like the only pe- sane people in the movie. Too. No, she's well, the worst. Well, <laughs> no, because she tells him, I, I believe that. I mean, mm. come on, Donnie really is like, you know, come on, you know, if if, he, if you don't believe anything else has happened, this kid has problems. Mm. And I'm like, and she tells the parents, like, it's his most simple solution. Yeah, you know, your son, it's parents schizophrenic. He's having hallucinations. She's borderline molesting him. Oh, well, no, come on. Like, yeah, I know. Good, that's, that's actually a good scene. Well, that's, that's actually a funny scene, too, though. Like, I, I think about effing. Like, I think about it. That's I think a, about, that's I think, funny I think about married with that, children. Well, it's funny because when I was that age, that's exactly what I thought about. Well, like, exactly. It's, it's, it's normal. It's, yeah, it's right? actually normal. It's normal. It's just normal. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Like I think about Christina Applegate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, also another thing about the the whole Frank character, I I believe that Frank is actually uh, Donnie Darko. That it's just like a, it's just it's either like a subconscious version of him or somebody that he knows, but it's really ultimately it's him because when th- certain things happen in the movie that kind of go back and forth between him, that one thing with the knife, we're stabbing it. And yeah. then uh, Frank's doing the same thing too. He's like looking in the mirror. Yeah. And then when they're in the theater and they look at each other where, where uh, uh, Donnie looks at him and says like, you know, take, take off that stupid, uh, uh, <laughs> rabbit suit. Yeah. and then he tells him to take off that stupid. And they're like looking at each other. Yeah. It's all, and then when you see like the, the, the gunshot when from obviously yes. what's going to happen later, yes. it's like, I got a feeling this is what happens to Donnie. This is like, you know, this is he putting, you know, he puts that, that shell into his head. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a part of me thought that maybe Frank is t- again. I think multiple people are t- are time travel time traveling through this movie. Mm. By the way. Okay. I don't yeah. think he's the only one that's able to do it. Yeah. And so I I think that I think that there are multiple people that are, have the ability to, t- to time travel throughout. And bear this. in mind, I don't know. I don't know the actual real theory on. I don't uh, either. Like, you said, director. I because mean, I mean, I mean, it, it could literally be time travel, like you said. It could literally be like, oh man, no, it's. It's like well, Rosemary's Baby. It, it sounds like time travel was invented in this town by that Rebecca Sparrow. Like right, she, right. She's, she's the first person right. who understands it, and uh, and so I think I think there are multiple people that can see through time in this movie. Yeah, and, but I also feel that Donnie gets influenced by all these things that he sees. He he knows that there's you know he finds out that there's yeah. some, at some point he finds out there's a woman who talks about time travel and it gets in his mind like like oh time travel it's like a uh, thing if you're susceptible if you're a person like that's you know has uh, you know emotional problems mental issues you're like you're like an open it's like you're susceptible to things so I'm like thinking yeah. I think he's being like influenced by everything maybe maybe it's yeah. definitely possible uh, let's see. they made me do it Seth and the creeper are harassing Jenna like very inappropriately. Uh, oh yeah, and, yeah, 
And then all of a sudden, like, uh, so then the Donnie walks her home, and then now they're dating. Yeah, it's like, see, everything that happens between him and the Jenna Malone character is, is it's almost like what I would, like, so when I think about things, oh, yeah, this is what would happen with me and the girl. First of all, she sits right next to him in class. He's, like, the cutest guy. It's like, come on. Like, what are the odds of that? It's because he's thinking about this in his mind. And now he saves her from these two guys. Oh, this is what he does in his mind. And now she, now she's his girlfriend. It's like, it's like a weird, like, fantasy that he's having with this with this with this person you know and like bear in mind that she doesn't know him so yeah. this is all like in his you know you know well but then she also tells him like hey my parents are divorced my stepdad stabbed my mom yeah 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 yeah. and that's also that weird thing so you know yeah and then so here's the other the other possible explanation then the, the therapist starts hypnotizing him right yeah right <laughs> so you wonder like is how much of this is like our hypnotic so is it somnambulism is it hypnotic episodes? Right. Um, so she so she hypnotizes him and he's talking about his obsession with sex and starts to try to I masturbate. Think, I think about effing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Again, totally normal. Also kind of funny too. I'm almost kind of feeling that a lot of like the like the smirks and the laughs and on uh, on the Jake's uh, <laughs> I feel like that's probably like he's just laughing at the lying problem. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Uh she snaps him out of it. Uh, and then you're right. That in class, they make everybody write. They made me do it, yeah. and he's a suspect, which is really weird. First of all, like you're also like that can be legal. Like you, you know, all you guys are gonna. Yeah. It's like don't have any probable cause to like it's do a something private like school. That. They can do anything in private school. Like, <laughs> is, that, right? is that really? It's gotta be something against that. Uh, let's see. Gets threatened by the bully at knife point, and then they have that rant on Smurfette. That's kind of funny. Oh, that's funny. That is <laughs> that is funny. I have to admit that is a funny scene, and it makes me wonder if maybe the writer had. Some at some point in his life, like actually had this conversation with other friends because you know, like I feel like a lot of this has to do with like his life, you know, stuff like that. And that's always a joke about Smurfette. Like she's like she she was like uh, uh she got around so to speak. Yeah, that's yeah. always Don't a joke he, about. Ultimately, it. he corrects them and he's like, oh, "Come on, she, the Smurfs are asexual. They don't even have anything." <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny because they have tails and I think they have ta- little they tails. Have tails? I don't, I don't know. They have tails. those little white pants. I don't remember. Yeah, but tails. there's a little tail, st- a little tail sticking out. I think <laughs> they don't have anything. Pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Frank's in the bathroom. He hit, he hit, there's that weird barrier effect that we were talking mm. about. Right. Why did you make? Why did you make me flip the school? Right. They are in great danger. Again, referring to his, to me, referring to like his loved ones. They are in great danger. Yeah. Uh, where did you come from? And then, of course, then Frank plants the seed. Do you believe in time travel? Yeah, that's when he. I think that's when he first mentions it. I think it's in yeah. that scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he gets busted in class with that activity. Um, with the uh, if you find the wallet, which is kind of weird because then that yeah. pays off later on. And what are the odds that that pays off later on? Like if you find the wallet. And you take the oh, money, yeah, but you yeah. return the wallet, and that's the right, whole right. See, scene. Tell, tell me, these are because it's yeah. it's too, too much. I oh, yeah. it's impossible. Like the coincidence, yeah. it's too much. Like these are things that are in his head. He's like, he's either yeah. making them up or it's happened before a long time ago, you know. But yeah, you're right. But also the argument, I have to admit, his arguments are <laughs> Yo, yeah, are, are right though. It's yeah. like wait a minute, there's no like it's like fear and love <laughs> and like what does that have to do? What does finding a wallet <laughs> yeah. have to do with fear and love? It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think it tells uh, her like to like to stick it up or like. <laughs> uh, then he's talking to Noah Wiley about time travel and wormholes oh, yeah. and a DeLorean, which is pretty funny. See, this is where I think he might have got the idea. He he probably got the idea from Noah Wiley, or or maybe it is from like from the woman. But I think it's probably from him who mentions her. 
And then it starts to get into his head. And then, uh, then he has that little contact with the father when they, they run over. And, oh, it's somebody that somebody's whose house that we literally are near all the time because when we go out there, we shoot BBs at. Uh, Grandma you know. death. Grandma death, yeah. So he has a slinky. Um, and then <laughs> it's he like random, it. like a random slinky. Like a, I don't think so because he's talking about, I think they're talking about like the, the wormhole. So the, the good, oh, good way to illustrate yeah. the wormhole with the slinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like times like this. I was, I was like, like the best way to do shrink that, it. though. Yeah, but I always thought the well, that's a good way too, I guess. Like but the paper. best way, and the, and the way we always know is a paper where you the have the two points, we, and yeah. you just like you put point A point, and then you slap the paper together, and that's how yeah, you have and like that's the, that's the wrinkle in time where you get the two pieces of fabric, and you like you instead of doing it like a yeah. line, you fold it together. Exactly. Yeah, we might have to do wrinkle in time. Uh, it's a, it's a quick read. Let's see. Uh, the so Rebecca Sparrow, uh, he has a book by Rebecca. Like, I, it is kind of weird though. You're right because he kind of just happens to have that book there. Exactly. Why? Exactly. He like pulls. Yeah, it's like, hand, hey, like, like I got this. Like, look at this. <laughs> like all of like, a sudden, what a, like what a coincidence. You're talking about time travel, and I happen to have this book yeah, about time yeah. travel. <laughs> see, I, see, I think he puts it like it, before everything happens. This is this is happening to Donnie way before you know. So now he has this thing of time travel in his mind. Uh, I got news for you, though. I think that Drew Barrymore and Noah Wiley are also possible time travelers. You think so? I think yeah. I'm telling you. I think that my interpretation of this: there are oh, okay. multiple people that can time travel in this uh, in this movie. But don't and we I, see though? But don't we see like there's there's a there's a telltale sign too of people that are like traveling or like they're out of like phase and they have like that the, the, uh, the abyss the yeah. abyss tendril coming out of their the natural uh, light and magic is that an, is that ILM? Yeah, yeah, it has to be right. It's a, it's a tendril. <laughs> it's like a it's a, and it's supposed to be a wormhole, isn't that? What, yeah. isn't that what it represents? So so th there's one part to me. There's one tell to me that Noah and uh, Noah Wiley and Drew Barrymore are time travelers as well. And now that I think of that, you mentioned it. He does have the book coincidentally because he's been studying it because he could time travel. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And also, there's also another mention that grandma. I think I think I think it's Drew Barrymore that talks about this. She mentions that the that the grandma's like loaded with money. Another reference to the uh, to the destructors book. Do you remember they go into the house uh, oh, and yeah. they leave the money there? Yeah. And that happens later on with Seth Rogen and the uh, and the and the bully other bully kid when they go to her house. Yeah, they're so looking there, for the so money. So there's one quick brief scene where where Noah Wiley and Drew Barrymore, who who I think are dating, and oh yeah they, yeah, there's like a quiet like under yeah. like under yeah, and they mention Donnie Darko's name and they start chuckling. Oh yeah, they start yeah they start laughing like yeah uh, because I yeah, think you, they're time right. travel. I think they're time. I think they know you're what's right, happening. You're right. And it's 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 very ambiguous. You're it's, like it makes no like, sense whatsoever why they would chuckle yeah, like, over why are his they name. Laughing? Like, but there's also like other mention that they say he's smart too. Like he's a smart. He's but a that's smart why man. like he's really he's going to be one of us. Like he but, figured he figured it out. Like he's like, <laughs> he figured think, it out. Think about it. They're dating. He has the you're book. Right, you're right though, because like what's that like knowing like like chuckle like yeah it is they're like they know something about him that no like one Donnie else does. Darko. Like chuckle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Grandma Death has the philosophy of time travel by Rebecca Sparrow. Uh, he goes back to therapy and and mentions Frank and Rebecca, and uh, everyone dies alone. Everyone, every living creature on Earth dies alone. Yeah, let's see. And she's saying, "Does that bother you?" Like I don't, I don't mind dying alone if that's my fate. So like, so be it. <laughs> so be it, mm -hmm. Jedi. Let's see. And then the, the next thing is really bizarre. <laughs> the Super and it Bowl, makes it, the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's Super Bowl twenty two. Now, okay, so obviously this takes place in October of nineteen eighty eight. 
Super Bowl Twenty Two happens in, in it happened <laughs> in January the thirty first. Yeah, it's a tape. Which it's is v, like VCR. It's a VCR. Is it, is it, but but it's but it's everybody's there watching the game. As it's like, but then ultimately it winds up like it's it's almost like a dream because then they're gone, and then he's watching something else. Like it's like that pumpkin thing, and then the sister comes in. There's a, it's like it's almost like it's like a dream. It's like a dream segment. Like you're nitpicking. Like you're nitpicking. <laughs> no, but it's like but come, no, come on. It's like is, is it the Super like, Bowl? It could be the it could be a fall. No, game. it's no, Super it's Bowl twenty. No, it's Super Bowl twenty. It says Super Bowl twenty. Like you're nitpicking. Super Bowl twenty two. Hey, ESPN yeah. reruns Super Bowls uh, all the time. By the way, yeah, but why would they all be there like watching the game like that? Hey, that Think was a great that. game. Like let's, let's get together. It's true. Get together San Diego, California. Doug Williams of the Washington Ben Redskins, like now known as as the football team, became the Came, becomes the first African American quarterback to play in the Super Bowl, scoring four of Washington's five touchdowns. Nice against the Broncos. But the, nice. Yeah, but it's like, but I thought it was weird that why is this happening? Was it nine months prior to these events? <laughs> Maybe they're all time traveling. That's when you see the tubules. Maybe they're all right, time though, that's traveling. When you, start, you do start seeing the abyss tendrils start coming. Yeah, out. so maybe they're all time traveling, watching the Super Bowl like a, a four months ahead of time, so they can bet on it. Yeah. Also, how but, much of this is all synambulous stuff too? Because yeah, Donnie also always gets that look on his face where yeah. he's like he's like stoned, where he's like he's yeah. obviously it's meant to be he's sleeping. So. Yeah. Yeah, is it is it is or hypnotherapy? Is it hypnotherapy? Mm-hmm. Is it somnambulism? Is it possible is, is it that the, the therapist is really like the like the doctor yeah, Caligari? Yeah, and she's like he, controlling him, or that too? You don't know. I, I, I and I do like All the fact theories. that it's open. Yeah, no, I do like the and I do love that it's open to interpretation. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I really do. So the tubule is calling to him, and 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 we don't see that ever again. I think where it has that forms that finger and like follow me. Oh, the and, finger, yeah, which yeah. is different because yeah, because even later on they do have the tendrils, but yeah, that yeah. one, that one's beckoning him. That, I yes. always put it like he's being beckoned or summoned. Yes, and then it it summons him to the closet where he finds the gun. That's the gun. See, and I'm like, which gun? Which obviously he'll use later on on, on Frank. But I'm telling you, man, it's like this is how he offs himself. <laughs> And so we see him and the girlfriend. We see the parents with a therapist. We see more that she they she wants to do more hypnotherapy. Uh, let's see. And then he's taking the, the he takes a knife and th- takes the meds, and that's where we talked about he's stabbing Frank in oh, the eye yeah. in the mirror. Yeah, but it's and it's happening, and he's doing this. It's it's a it's a it's a mirror. It's literally a mirror. Yeah. It's like wait a minute, like like you know something's going on here. It's like is is Donnie Frank? Uh, and I did they do a cool thing with the sound effects here, where like when stab when uh, he stabs Frank in the eye, and we see the 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 injury, like the the glow. The thunder oh, yeah. roars and it kind of yeah, sounds yeah. like a gunshot. So it's like that whole yeah, like, yeah. kind of like a psychological foreshadowing. Which yeah. I like. There's the, the, like the the soundtrack for this. It it, re, it kind of reminds me of the of, a, of the uh, the horror uh, video game uh, Silent Hill series. Oh, yeah. where it's where it's kind of like um, what's it called? I forget what the type of music. It's like a background noisy type like uh, like a uh, music. You know, it's a it's uh, atmospheric type thing, I guess. Oh shoot. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm reading something on. Oh, let's see. Spartacus actor dead at 49 following Whoa. cancer battle. Don't tell but, me it's Crixus. It's, it's not. I, I got scared. Uh, I own John King. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah, which one is it? Look at the oh, picture. Is it? Is it the, yeah, uh, it's not a. It's not a major character. But is it the? Is it like the, Is it the Jewish guy? No, you're thinking of uh, Asher. Like Asher. Asher. Yeah, Asher yeah. No, Riascos. Rascos. Would he play not ring that? a bell. Not yeah, unfortunately, he passed away. I feel like I feel like that's like like Spartacus might be like a curse. Like, is it, he died yeah, of cancer? I'm sure. Who else it's passed the, away besides well, the, well, the, the main, main guy. guy? Like, that's yeah. like two guys from cancer. I'm sure. 
Like it might be we're, like cause... we're all getting old now. Shoot, that's like but, the, the, but they're that's... not old. That's the thing is they're not they're not old though. Oh. Crazy. Like, right away, I thought yeah, it was and Crixus. those guys are all jacked. They're like all jacked. <laughs> the roid is it roids like I don't uh, know, maybe like a those guys are all like thing? those guys with the exception obviously of like the you know the, the main Roman guy. But all like all the Spartans, the House of but all those dudes were jacked. Uh, let's see. Cunningham is uh doing his presentation, and then Donnie gets into it with them in a very see, sound see, argument. This is something though. I would have done. This is yeah. something I would have done in class. He, very pissed. But, but it goes back to that thing, like he's doing things he wish he could have done. Exactly. This, I would have done True. that, but I would have wanted to do exactly. that. Exactly. In the moment, like man, I wish. I, you know, he probably went up there and was like, oh, you know, hey, this says something normal. But in reality, what I wanted to say was, you, you know. What, what does he say? Like, I, th- I think you're the F and Antichrist. <laughs> it's like, was so out, like out there, like. But and then everybody a... starts like cheering him on. So yeah. it's like one of those. See, that is like, fantastical, mm. though. You're right, though. That that wouldn't normally happen. So this is yeah. it's a, almost like it is a fantasy for yeah. for him. Like well, I don't yeah. think that 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 wouldn't really happen. Exactly. It's just like it's just so weird. It's like a and don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, I, I I've seen my my share of weird things happen in, in high school. Were people doing it? But usually because they were like on drugs or something like that. But like, yeah, but just like, you know, I imagine him going up to the front and just doing that. Come on, you know. Yeah. And, and I have to admit, I have done weird things too, like in classrooms <laughs> where that, that got me kicked out. But yeah, th- that was like a, I don't know, maybe maybe there's a possibility. That's why I say like, I, I kind of see part of myself in the Donnie Darko character where it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, I, 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 I've done that to a certain extent. It's like, you know. Uh, you're the Antichrist, which again, there's a bunch of religious oh, yeah, yeah. going on throughout this movie. Talking to the girlfriend. Um, let's see the stuff in the book that he's experiencing. Oh, also, also he relates to the therapist stuff. Uh, the the stuff about how he gets up, how Frank calls to him, but he leaves out the gun part. <laughs> yeah, like, like never mind. That, yeah, like, but he doesn't say the gun, which which because if he mentions <laughs> the gun, he's probably gonna get in trouble. Like, hey, yeah. you gotta we gotta commit your son. You know. Well, remember the therapist. Ha- so the, the the one scene that doesn't make sense, obviously, is when the uh, when the the parents talk to the therapist about him. Right. At right. his age, the 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 therapist can't talk to the parents. About, yeah, that's what I was thinking about because he's yeah. probably about what seventeen at the time. Yeah, you can't. You, once you hit like I think. 14 15 16 right it's like that patient uh privilege uh, and, and, and unless privilege. you unless you invite them to be part of yes it. so which, or, I, which i have a high which i have a high feeling that <laughs> donnie would never do that it's like or, in fact he tells a mom to like get the f out of my room so yeah or you're gonna be imminent danger to yourself which is exactly. why he doesn't mention the gun because yeah, the second he mentions the gun himself. the therapist is like uh yeah I which is why it's like my premonition of that he offs himself ultimately like if i mentioned that i can't i can't i can't fulfill my destiny it's like you know there you go uh let's see he's talking to the teacher again about time travel and then they, they get into this other conversation which i also think the movie definitely is about and you know the whole religious stuff like free oh, will yeah, yeah. like, oh, like yeah, how yeah, much yeah. of what we do is free will and how much of it, how much of it is like is uh is uh preordained by god the thing at some point the therapist even tells him doesn't she even mention god like do you believe in god or something like that yeah he kind of searched he kind of he kind of like skirts the the question and says something else though so, so he doesn't second, say yes or no the second that that uh, donnie darko talks about god and free will then the teacher's like whoa like even though i think they're in a religious school he's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. can't talk to you anymore because oh yeah, getting, yeah that's right yeah, it, yeah. We're, we're doing too much of god and free will stuff and in uh, fact even even the uh the what's his face the uh the noah wiley character says kind of does the same thing to him no like, no hey, that's what, what i'm talking about to... no that's what i'm talking about this is the, the noah wiley scene oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like hey whoa, 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 whoa. slow <laughs> down there we can't talk about this stuff uh, and it's an interesting conversation, though, because then they start talking about like, hey, 
if God has preordained anything, I mean, do we really have free will and, you know, right. how that, how time travel is impacted by God and free will? Um, let's see. I think they do like a weird, like school project, which I thought was like kind of out of, out of yeah, like the I skipped blue. that part. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I was like, it's, it's just like a weird thing. That's like, huh? Like what? The only thing out of the only thing out of that is like she gets uh, uh, bullied, traumatized, and she makes out with him for like out of oh, the blue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. Then he there's a whole scene where he finds a Cunningham wallet and the house, and uh, and uh, it's a weird thing. It's like the activity that it like the card that he had, he had to draw, right? And then and then uh, and then so now he knows where Cunningham lives, right? Uh, let's see. He says they grow out of her chest. They're like workers assigned to each one of us. Which is kind of a weird. I mean, they're like, is it our spirit or like our guardian angel? It's other kind of no, more religious stuff that he's uh, uh, alluding to. Oh, do we nope. pass the, uh, the 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 theater scene yet? No, not yet. So we're going to the project. The baby images and glasses. The bullies blue oh, Gretchen. Yeah. She kisses Donnie. And now we're at the Arrow Theater, which of course I've been to before. Is that the one there? that we saw the, the the thing where we went to that thing showing? Or is that a did, different one? Did you do the the hall? I think did you 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 want me to do that twenty four hour uh, movie marathon at the Arrow? No, no. Uh, so I've been to the Arrow Theater a few times. Yeah, because um, I recognize the name Arrow. It's like it's got to be like here, right? Yeah, the Egyptian and the Arrow are both of those like cinematic uh, theaters where okay. they run the revival stuff. So. I think me and John have been to watch it's, the thing at a theater. It's 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 also interesting because like early on you, you could you, they don't they don't show you what the second movie is. It just says like because he even says like one ticket for uh, for the Evil Dead or two tickets for the Evil Dead. He doesn't they don't mention the second movie until he walks out and then you see on the marquee Last Temptation of Christ. So, yeah, it's, so it's kind which, of yeah, which kind of goes back to that the original theory, which I think kind of makes sense. Like at some point he's dying. And he's yeah. imagining what life would be like exactly. in different circumstances. Exactly. Oh, darn. Like I don't. I don't. And, and also, and like, also, that's a scene too where the where the where Jenna's like sleeping, and then he, uh, Frank shows up and he's talking to him. And also, he did, he does something else in that scene too, though. Like he he takes off. Oh, actually, actually, that's the whole scene with the, uh, with the the gym character. Doesn't he go and burn his thing down? Then? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, that's what happens in the middle of the theater. So. They're watching Evil Dead. She falls right. asleep, and that's the whole scene where Frank shows up in the bunny suit, which we talked take about. Take off, like, take off your stupid, take off that stupid bunny suit, and take off that stupid human suit. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you finally see that Frank is this, I guess, like a Hispanic guy, or maybe an Indian. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> he's, a, he's a Hispanic guy, right? What? On, he, like, what? Is. Like, what? I think he is. I think he is. A white guy with long hair. <laughs> no, no, he's a Hispanic guy. <laughs> that's pretty funny. He's so also he says, an artist too. We find out later that he's like an yes. artist, and it kind of well, it kind of makes you wonder that maybe like uh, you know maybe Diane thought he was like pretty cool, you know, or who no who I also thought might be a time traveler. By the way, well, I I feel like he's a real character, but in this in this this thing that Donnie's seeing himself as as the Frank, like like I'm I'm I want to be like this guy because he's kind of he cool. doesn't even know who he is though. Uh, but but do, but do we know that you don't really know that these are all his, like his classroom people that he knows from Maybe. school. Don't forget. Maybe. So it's possible that he knows him. He's he's also got that cool. Uh, what is it? Uh, Trans Am. That red. That red Trans Am. <laughs> probably, like, probably like a stoner guy, like a rocker stoner guy. Uh, he, like you know, uh, like uh, crater. Face? Is he like the crater face or In like fact, the from Kentucky? I think he's actually an older kid because the, because the sister knows yeah. who he is because well, she's like where's Frank at. So and it's like he, one he of her say, I went to go get more beer. Remember, exactly. Know, like I went like, to go more. Yeah. So he might be like the cooler, older dude because the maybe. sister knows him and she's older, obviously. Maybe. Uh, no, not she's not much older because she gets she has the, the Harvard letter. Yeah. But I don't think she's she goes senior. to. 
She doesn't go to the same school though. Or maybe it's like think, a community college for two years, perhaps. Like yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's she's in a different era, different school. And I think that she's friends. Obviously, obviously she knows him and she's friends with him. Maybe, maybe he even comes over the house. Maybe uh Donnie's been looking at him. Oh, this dude's kind of cool. You know, it's like, you know, he's an artist, you know, he's got the cool, like he's got the rocker hair. So they're in this, they're in the uh, theater. What happens to your eye? And uh yeah. the Frank says, I want to show you something. Um, have you ever seen a portal? Then we see the clouds and then we see the Cunningham house burn and he to, says, burn it to the ground. Yeah. And you're right. That, and to me, I, I highlight how good the score is at the, up to this point. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute, like Duran Duran, like, what are you doing here? Oh yeah. Let me keep <laughs> like, no reason. That, that's a, that's a really weird abs- scene too. Yeah, it's a weird scene because it's definitely out of place. <laughs> yeah, but a little, a little a long, stuff is out of place. But it also scene. goes to early, early in the movie where you see like the, you see the little girls dancing like for no reason in slow motion early on. And what's weird about it is like the the lady is kind of like a religious zealot, but yeah. yet she's teaching them to dance like promiscuously. Oh which yeah, is kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. Notorious. <laughs> Love the song. <laughs> it could have been like, it could have been worse. Like, it could have been the other one. The uh, like. Uh, like like boy like wild boys. <laughs> uh, Duran Duran in concert in about a week or two. I, was, I might go <laughs> at, at the Hollywood Bowl. Also, there's a lot of slow motion in this movie. Lots of slow motion. It's Camera like will pan. You'll see people doing the slow motion in the background. Great song. Oh, also side note too. Something I noticed because you know me, I, and another reason why I see the character reminds me of me. I was I was pay attention to like what the characters are wearing, especially their shoes. And uh, Donnie actually, Donnie wears, I think they're, I said they were blue, but they might be black Adidas campus, which yeah. I wear, uh, 501 jeans. And I'm like, well, I just realized that now this is very similar to me. Black Adidas or Converse? No, they're, no, they're Adidas. They're Adidas huh? campus, uh, campus to be, to, to be oh, exact. Campus. I don't and know I wear those. What does that mean? The Adidas campus. It's like the, the ones I, I used to wear. I don't know what that means. Adidas campus. Yeah. It's like the, what, you know. Which one, which, uh, what logo like, is Adidas? The three stripes. Uh, I see. And then and I go, oh, oh, Adidas campus. Uh, let's see. Are you ready for another pour? Let's go. Yeah, do I? I don't oh. think I have anything, though. Oh, do I have to pause? Other than your, yeah, do I, do I, do I want me to get the ABT 12? Yeah. <clears throat> I thought we were going to do, I thought we were going to do the compare and tra- contrast, but okay, let's do okay. ABT, ABT for Bernardus Day. All right, so yeah, that's good. I have to open that. It's going to take me like 20 minutes. Let me find something that I can take us out to that I like. Here we go. We're not going to do this, but I'll I'll, Uh, I'll do this anyway. Okay. Let's see. We won't get to this this week, but I love this song. Cue the uh, 80s uh, pop, synth pop. Let the 80s begin. Actually, say oddly enough, man, it's really weird. This is like a weird thing. 1988. <laughs> the former Depeche Mode uh, founder, by the way. And remember, we didn't know that what, what year was going to pop up. So. <laughs> it was 1988. It literally was 1988. All right, go grab some more beer. All right. Alrighty, we're back. I, I thought we were some pizza. So <laughs> I just uh, I just, I thought I was gonna have a hard time uh, taking off the top and the cork, but man, I actually came off pretty fast, and it, and like the the cork exploded. So you have the uh, so Saint Bernardus Day, which I have no idea what that means. Right. So we have the uh, ABT twelve. Is that what we have? 
That is correct. And what, the the a- what does ABT stand for? Not really sure. Uh-oh. Not really sure. But uh, but but it's a quad, and you know, and I, and, I, and I was having a conversation with somebody about what does it mean that something's a, du- a double, a triple, or a quad, and I and I realized it's those aren't styles. Those are just basically uh, uh, like the the strength of the beer. And this is old school. We've had this for years, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At least probably ten years we've had this. Um. Yeah. Probably a little bit. Probably for me, probably a little bit older. There you go. All right, you poured it already or not? Yeah, I'm using my Bestie Twelve glass. Ah, that's supposed to be mine, like that. <laughs> like what? Me, my like my glass. All right, here we go. Cheers. Rosette. Yummy. Bestie Twelve. I mean, I mean, uh, St. Bernard is ABT to a degree. You've got to go to Greece for that. <laughs> like, oddly enough, you have to go to Greece for the Vesti 12. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. <clears throat> so he burns Cunningham's house to the ground. Um, and initially, we you might think that says payback for that whole uh, self-improvement thing. But then we right. later find out that during the uh during the fire yeah and, and bear in mind there's no nothing to to show that uh patrick swayze is a ped you know so <laughs> so it's kind of weird so, so, so i still think this is something that's still like in his mind that like like i i hate this guy this guy's a mother you know mother effer i'm gonna so this is what i would have done i would have burned and, you know and, and expose his dungeon his child dungeon <laughs> uh and so we find out that he's a pedophile uh, let's see. Bear, uh, Drew Barrymore is fired for her book because they have a PTA yeah. thing. Yeah. And then they make up an old school reference for Star Search and saying, hey, the dance team's going to go on Star Search in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Was like, Star Search circa 1988. Star Search 1988. <laughs> like Ed McMahon. Oh, like, oh. Yo, he know. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that, he know. that's Gary Shandling. That's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's. Like, oh, no. Oh, like God! What was he like? What was he? Johnny Carson's side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the catchphrase for Ed McMahon besides the laugh? Yeah, I thought it was like "Hey yo," like "Hey yo." I, like I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the mom and the daughter have to go to L.A. because the coach has to stay behind for Cunningham to like you know because she's like a zealot for him. Right. Uh, let's see. So Donnie Darker writes a letter to Rebecca Sparrow that that we don't find out till the end of the movie with the contents of it, but it does say it's like it, it's extremely urgent. Uh-uh. And so on the way to, on the way out for Drew Barrymore uh, collecting her things, um, on the board is written cellar, cellar door. door. I think he even tells her. Doesn't he go like, "What does cellar door mean?" And she kind of oh, yeah. like laughs or something like that. No, like, she tells him. She tells him. She oh, says uh, she says there's a famous linguist. There's a linguist that says. Of all the combinations of words, that cellar door is the most beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, but yeah, again, yeah, right. my premise is she's a time traveler, so she's telling him like, "Hey, you're gonna. This is gonna be relevant to you later on." Which of like, course you need it to, is. You need, you need to remember this. Yeah. So you really gotta read when you reach me by uh, by uh, Rebecca Steed of the of the Google. We we gotta do a. We'll read it for the show. I think it's a short book too with the uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Um, I I hear Celador. I think of the brewery, like Celador Brewery, Celador <laughs> Yeah, Ales. that's exactly that's exactly what I'm thinking too. Is that like Celador, like maybe it, that's like a yeah, it's beautiful because beer. Like of course, it's yeah. the most beautiful, beautiful. 
Uh, let's see. She he starts confessing to the therapist. Oh, yeah, I have to obey him. him. Yeah, he saved my life. The, the therapist tells him something too that I thought was was interesting. She actually gives him like a little like long like speech, but she does say something in there that makes me that kind of you know pushes me to my theory where she tells him <laughs> there would only be you and your memories and the and the choices you made. And I thought that's like yeah, this kind of makes like it's like in my 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 dreams, whatnot, you know, things that I can do, you know, it's, that's what I was like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's to me, this makes it seem like he's like, uh, this all this is happening in his mind before his death. Or maybe she's a time traveler too. And she's <laughs> saying you have like, you can literally change things at will to like, to fulfill like your memories. Mm. I think <laughs> you know, the sky's going to open up. Oh gonna- yeah. The sky's going to open up. Exactly. That's what she says. They're going to do a, a party to celebrate the sister getting into Harvard. It just happens to be Halloween. And then yeah. we cue you know, the next song on your list. This whole scene might be like an extra scene that was added in the director's cut. What's that? The, this the, this the, whole the scene. party scene? Yeah, because 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 I don't think originally, I don't think like Joy Division was in there. Huh. I could be wrong though. Why do you say that? Oh, when because you first, I don't, when I don't you first saw it. Yeah, when I first saw it. I don't remember. It's possible, but I just don't remember was did we see the director's and, and cut? Is there origi- a, a the director's original, cut? On the original soundtrack, this the song's not on there. Huh. But is there is there a director's cut? And that's yeah, the, yeah, one we the saw? director's cut. Yeah, the one we saw is the director's really? cut. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's also it's a very extensive '80s party. It's something like you know, yeah. it's like oh, it's, it's it's even got all like like the, the '80s references. One guy's dressed like Hulk Hogan. It's like you know, it's very, it's it's <laughs> very. What you gonna do? Exactly. It's got all these like '80s references. <laughs> like what you gonna do? Uh, let's see. So the uh, so another weird scene. The girlfriend shows up. My mom's gone. It, the, the place is a mess. She probably was kidnapped by the stepdad. Oh, okay, let's go have sex. Like, uh, okay, yeah, like, it's it's time. <laughs> see, see, this is see this to me. Like, Donnie imagining. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly. Oh, uh, Halloween party. She's gonna show up. We're gonna have. <laughs> finally gonna you know gonna have sex. Exactly. Consummate. She's gonna be upset, and I'm gonna console her with this with intercourse. Exactly. Like, this is the way it's supposed to go. In reality, it would be like like I don't know that guy. Like, what are you talking about? She he sees her at a party probably in the past because <laughs> she has no idea. Remember, she has no idea who he is. He probably saw her at a party and nothing happened. <laughs> That's funny. And then we hear this song after they consummate. Oh, yeah. And this, song, is on my, this is also on my list, like, of albums that came out that year. Oh, then I say on your funeral playlist. I might put this on my funeral playlist. It's a good this song. Is the, this is the 80s. It's that 80s gothic rock. It's not a, not a gothic rock band, but it was that, st- that stuff that Tony and I were listening to back in the day. Very similar singer? to, like, Who's the cult. for the church? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the names. Because I'm pretty sure he did, a like, a solo career. With really? a couple of songs now. These guys are very similar to other bands that came out at the same time, like Mission UK, The Cult. Yeah. They had that. They all had that like rock, uh, pop rock type gothic thing that was that was happening at the time. What's the uh, Bella Lugosi is dead? Oh yeah, that, that's about. Yeah, that's that? actually that that would be considered gothic rock, like or or even goth. Who is that? Who sings that song? The Bauhaus. Uh, is that before this? Oh, way be- before, so way, that was, that, way before. Uh, that obviously influenced these guys. Oh, absolutely, it's very absolutely. Simil- oh, very yeah, they, they influence a lot of guys, yeah. a lot of a lot of the bands. I definitely hear that with the with the music and the voice. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, also similar to what, like, uh, if you remember, like, when we saw Volter way back in the day, there was that band that he played. There was another band that he played with called Audra, and they were, do- I believe they did a cover of this song that when they were playing. It was it was like two it was two brothers that played also played at that that store that the punk store that we were at okay uh, punk store uh let's see they consummate and that's what we see the note on the, on the fridge Frank was here went to get beer right well because even like I said even the sister says like where's Frank at so she knows Frank Frank's like, like a dude that she knows and so then here's the thing where he goes he actually puts his head into the the tunnel he sees the future at this point hmm. So he see it. So when he puts his head into the tunnel, to me, I think he sees the girlfriend dying, and he sees the mom and the sister dying. Oh yeah. So also, the, also the oh, side note too that the, that the writing on the uh, the writing on the on the thing it matches the uh, the initial. Uh, uh, they maybe do it right. Really. So it's so it's, oh, so, it's so it's obviously it's Frank's handwriting. Really. So, so that's why this. But I still think it's it's Donnie's handwriting. It's just like it's his, it's him. It's like his alter ego. So when he puts his head in the, like the wormhole, that's all like just in his head. Um. Well, for me, for me, it for me, all that stuff. Like I said, the time travel is just things that he that he and, in his mind he picked up. You and know? so you think he's dead by now, anyway? Uh, not necessarily. These are the things he's thinking right before he dies. Like, like okay. man, like I, I would have done this, I would have done that. This, I would have changed this. I didn't like that guy. I would have exposed him as being a pedophile. I don't know that, but I'm saying because he's creepy, so I'm gonna make him that. So they go to grandma death and they see the cellar door and he goes in it with yeah. the friends and the girlfriend yeah. and then Seth Rogen and the other bully are robbing it, which is they right. set up previously that, Hey, supposedly she had gems there. And, and, right. And, and that's very much like the destructors were that they were mentioning how they go to the house true. and they're, they're you know, uh, let's see. Thugs are robbing it. They catch them and take them outside. And, uh, the one bully guy's threatening Donnie Darko, and then he says one of our more famous uh, phrases that we always use: "The Deus Ex Machina." Oh which, yeah, which, yeah, which I did not pick up on the first time. I picked it right. up on the second time with the subtitles. Right, but right. He does say "Deus Ex Machina," divine intervention. Oh yeah, which is referring, which I think again is referring to him, his ability to time travel, um, which may or may not be associated with God. Mm. You know, again with the religious overtones of this. Right. So, so the car comes. It avoids Grandma Death, which everyone seems to be. It's a recurring theme that right. she's out checking her mail, and in the middle of the stream, everyone avoids her. Everybody avoids her as as if she's not even there. And so, in avoiding Grandma Death, they run over the he runs over the girlfriend. Yeah, which which I had totally forgot about from the from from the uh, original. I forgot about this whole movie, by the way. I, I yeah, the, the, the whole last act with the party, I I totally forgot about that. That's why I was like saying, like, is this the added stuff that was added in? Because I don't even remember that. So, um, the guy gets out of the car, and the reveal is that Frank is uh, driving the car. He's also wearing the costume that he that at some point they sh- later on they show him that he's designing. It's it's part of his yeah. art thing. The bunny costume, the Frank, and costume, then yeah. and then Donnie pulls out the gun and shoots him in the eye, which is right. Been uh, uh, foreshadowing going on multiple times, right? Uh, let's see. We see the next day the sky's opening. This it's the countdown's done, um, and then we see the plane with the mom and the sister, and uh, and that plane is going to crash. Oh, that plane the, loses an, an engine. Right. And the and so here's where I think the time travel thing falls into play because that engine falls, but but it falls at a different route that it's supposed to fall. Oh yeah, it's like being it's going down like a wormhole. Like yeah, it's literally exactly. Is like, yeah. 
exactly so there's that to me and that's why i'm saying like donnie darko chooses to also, go back in time to die also they mentioned even earlier that no they have no idea where the engine comes from which is very bizarre yeah and, that, and that's why i was like felt that because there is no engine it's like that we have no idea where this comes from it's like because because like it's like donnie's mind can't can't can create where it's coming from like when he's thinking about it so the engine falls through time is my interpretation um let's see and of course it lands right on donnie yeah, because he or, goes back or the bullet time. slams right into his brain at that, in that moment. <laughs> he goes back. He says the answers will the answers will come to me in my sleep, and then we, he goes back to the bed to to uh, to fix the whole. Uh, and he's kind of like they, doesn't he like laugh too at the end? Like he's he always laughing. He's always that. And then like see, they don't laugh. show you, but he's pulling it out. He's pulling out uh, forty five. <laughs> Uh, and, then and then all you of hear, a sudden, like, the explosion in the movie, they show it as an explosion, like the like the you know the sister, the, the oh, really? father's downstairs. Well, yeah, remember? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, twice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's more of like it's a it's a gunshot that they're hearing. Like they hear a gunshot. Uh, yeah. See, it, it works. Uh, and then we see that everyone's alive, and then we get to the final uh, the final song, which is a, which is a great song, by the way. So whose song? Who's the yeah. it's the cover? Tears by, from te- Tears for Fears. Tears for is Fears. Is the original the band? Tears for Fears, yeah. The original version is like dun, 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 dun. it's more like up really? and oh, yeah. This the is first, great though. The first time I've heard this song was uh it's a Gears of War song. It's a uh, really? Gears of War, yeah. Was it commercial for Gears of War? I think so. I think it's a trailer <laughs> for Gears of one of the Gears of War. It's great. And, it's it's very it's great. And I initially thought it was an REM because it sounds like it, it does. Fight. It does sound like an REM song. You that's a go it's an REM song, right? Doesn't it sound oh, like Michael Slipe? No, yeah, it definitely does. Definitely. I think has they might it. cover I think, I think they do a cover of it, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, no, this is a yeah, the, the original song's Tears for Fears. This is an REM song. Until I can see Michael, this is Michael Stipe, no, I think. Oddly enough, it's Tears for Fears. At some nice. point, this guy was like, "Hey, I gotta do this song. I gotta redo the song and make it like depressing." It's a good song. It's a good. Co- it's a good cover. I'll oh, yeah, especially the much. way the scene plays out after we see like all the all the different characters, and they're at nighttime. I guess that's supposed to be twelve midnight. Oh, they're all like yeah. emoting and they're crying. Yeah, like, uh, Patrick Swayze's like crying. <laughs> like, it's, it's just like it's a really good scene. Yeah. And that's uh, Donnie Darko. I I gotta tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Not yeah, gonna lie, I, I I was I was shocked. I was like, wait a second, like you know, like I'm like that's like that mean. Wait a second, <laughs> We're like I'm not supposed to like this, I, you know, because you know originally, you know, it's I thought it was just like an overrated like you know thing, and over the years it became a cult classic. And yeah, nah, it was like definitely saw it in a different light. It was just like wow, this is like a movie makes you think what's going on. You're trying to see all the different scenes. You're trying to find everything, all the little clues, like in the in the movie. Yeah, it's very. I'm definitely gonna watch it again for sure. It does require multiple viewings, no oh, doubt. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. My head hurt after this viewing because I <laughs> wanted to make sense of it. Yeah, and, and I was like, but you're also me- right though. Like, I really don't. Do I really want to know, like, like mm-hmm. the actual mm-hmm. true ending, like, the, what, what it really means? Do I really like, it, wanna... it, it was like a, a postpartum, uh, it was like prepartum. Oh, yeah. like, well, like, well like, the most no, simplest like, answer. Like, no. no, no, it was, it was <laughs> like, you're right. It was, it's just total time travel. You're right. It's like, which would, you know, like, my thing is, no, 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 no. It's just like, it's about suicide and depression. And Donnie's just like a depressed, like, suicidal kid. Like, no, no, no. It's, all, it's about time travel. <laughs> I do, I, you know, and again, and I talk to the kids about this. I'm gonna stick with the. I love the fact that you can open. It's open to interpretation. Oh, even yeah. even the yeah. discussion with you brings up things I hadn't considered, right. and I like that. It's like I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't mind the film makes us think and create some type right. of reality. Exactly. 
that was intended it, or unintended. Who cares? Yeah, and that's why I, I, that's why I want the book to the sea. Like, wait a minute, maybe there's something <laughs> really that, happening. The book that explains more of what's actually happening. You, you know? need the Ira Levin uh, version. <laughs> yeah, I need the Ira Levin. All right, I need Ira. Well, see, I don't want it because I do the Ira Levin yeah. thing, and I know it. And because you, know, you know, the writer is the 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 writer is God. So what he says goes. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So yeah, definitely might be up for another viewing. But I, yeah, I saw I'm it definitely twice. Like I said, I, like week. I said, I love, I love the sound, uh, soundtrack, and the scores because the score has that Silent Hillish type of like creepy background like music. So I like that too. So and also it takes takes place during like Halloween or in October. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we probably got about ten minutes before the fight. So let's. Uh, so so 1988 it was 1988. We're not going to get to the albums, but the albums are Surfer Rosa. Is that what it's called? Surfer Rosa from the Pixies. That is correct. And, and The Innocence, which is probably one of my favorite Erasure uh, albums. But we, what we did want to talk about is what, how many great albums came out oh, in no, 1988. Great. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I told you, I sent you the text saying mm-hmm. that, hey, there's a lot of albums here that I could have picked. I could have pulled this one out, you know, yeah. like a, you know, Seven Son of Seven Son, but we, we, we know that one. Uh, you so know, Halloween, you know, there's a bunch of stuff here. So let's go through this couple of the. Let's go through the list of like what could have been. What so have... they might be giants had an album out, and I, and I like. I like. I'm a big fan of. Yeah, they that's yeah. Giants. That wasn't on my list. So uh, Danzig had an album out. Yeah, you had mentioned that. I'm like, yeah, well, like, yeah, I mother. have that. Uh, yeah, I have that. So that that was that was actually his debut. That was actually yes. right after he had left Sam Hain. Yes. And, and is that that what is that album about? Him being like a, a pedophile or like a, <laughs> a serial killer? What is that song Probably about? Probably serial killer. Yeah, Danzig <laughs> has always been obsessed with like sexuality and death. Yeah. And you know, like this goes back to the Misfits, the Sam Hain. Is this like a is this like a John Wayne Gacy uh, uh, song? Well, well, it's, well, you know, the, the Misfits were originally about hor- like horror movies. There you go. Uh, let's get it started by MC Hammer was eighty eight. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's yeah. This <laughs> is this is like yeah. That's your your section of the Viva Hate by Morrissey was eighty eight. Yeah. Uh, Rod Stewart out of orders eighty eight. Hanging Tough by New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Tell it to my heart by Taylor Dane. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son by Iron Maiden. Uh, Heartbreak by New Edition. Uh, Life is too short by Too Short. It takes two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Uh, getting something more you're in alignment. Uh, New Jersey by Bon Jovi. Huh? Uh, like huh? Well, I mean, no. I mean, that's a good. That's a good album. Yeah, I don't. I, I I've always hated <laughs> Bon Jovi. I've always hated him. Uh, Rattle and Hum, which is a live album that you said we couldn't. Yeah, do by, live albums and compilations were by out. you too. Operation Mind Crime by Queen's. Oh, that's a that's a huge one. That and I was almost, I was this close to like giving that was going to be. Uh, your I've song. never heard it. You should have. It's also really long too, though. Forever Your Girl by Paula Abdul, uh, Don't Be Cruel by Bobby Brown, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back by Public Enemy, Straight Out of Compton by N.W.A., oh, yeah. uh, Tracy Chapman, Self-Titled, Nothing Shocking by Jane's Addiction, Green by R.E.M., and then you probably have this on your list, and Justice for All by Metallica. No, I don't. Actually, I oh, don't. So what do you have on your for 88? Yeah. So on my list for 88, these are possibilities, Not, and I have like reasons why I, either I didn't put them on. Uh, the Pogues' uh, third album, "If I Should Fall from Grace," I had that uh-huh. on there. Uh, Social Distortion's "Prison Bound," which really yep. wasn't a great album, but it had that. It was it was a good, it was a cool song at the time. Uh, the Church Starfish, which which has the song that uh, we were just talking about, so that's when that it had just dropped. Uh, the Mission, which is another band similar to the Church, they had they had dropped their their album, which was called Children. 
um, Violence, which is a thrash band. They had a they had an album that came out called Eternal Nightmare. The Sugar Cubes, which which I'm kind of you know, I don't know if you ever listened to the Sugar Cubes before. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, you don't know you know who Bjork is, right? Yeah, like they, of course. She was yeah, in the, yeah, she so, was in the Northmen. <laughs> but, oh, that's right. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Sugar Cubes' life's too good. It was it was their debut album. Really? So, they, so basically, she's the one that got famous too for the band. Yeah. So, you know. So that was them, uh, Queen's Ripe Operation, Minecraft, Stripers, In God We Trust, which everybody, oh, nice. I don't know why everybody hates them, but I love, but I love Stripers. <laughs> uh, Slayer, South of Heaven, their f- their fourth album, which which I don't consider it to be like their one of their great albums, but it was obviously it was popular. I th- what, the Slayer? That Is that the Huntington Park's uh, Slayer? Uh, yeah, Huntington Park's <laughs> own Slayer, yeah. Wow. Tama Yala? Is that the Crazy. Name? Yeah, Carcass's Recapitrification, which was, uh, you know, it's, it's something that you wouldn't listen to, but, uh, you know, it's a, you know. Uh, a couple of punk, uh, Deft Leprosy, Deft Leprosy, which is which is a famous uh, band. Uh, one that I was going to consider giving you was Halloween. It's a yeah. which was a power metal band from back in the day. Yeah, I remember. They're, I met the, I met the uh, one of the managers I think for that. Oh yeah, the, yeah for but under oh, that's right. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, I met, the I met like of the a seven couple keys. of guys. Yeah, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two. I just dropped. Nice like, for this though. I feel like you need to listen to both Part One and Part Two at the same time to to get the whole full effect. And then, uh, and then probably one of like the more influential metal influential albums had dropped. Uh, Bathory's Blood, Fire, Death, their fourth yeah. album, black metal. Probably some of the Godfathers are black metal, but this album was arguably the first uh, album to introduce Viking metal. So, so it was like you know it was like an innovative thing. Uh, Dead Can Dance, Serpent's Egg, which has my what my funeral song, the host of Seraph, Seraphim. Oh, we played that on the show. Yeah, yeah, we've already played it, but that, yeah, that's, but that's like, but really though, it's really that one song, and then everything else is is a uh, ethereal goth, you know, it's it's like it's like new age or some, so it's gonna be like, huh? I don't get it. Well, that's pretty much. I had a couple other punk albums over on. Yeah, we 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 went in different directions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you went more like a like I'm imagining like Marky Mark and like dancing, and I'm like more like like angry, like a, yeah. I knew kids on the block had an album out that year. <laughs> It's funny because I actually got, I got well. I, I won't say anything now, but it's it's but some of the some of the stuff on Erasure kind of reminds me of like that. So, All right, I, well, don't forget that the, the uh, that one Vince Clark was a founding member of the Pesh Mode. Oh no, so. absolutely. I know. Yeah, I know that. Uh, like, trust let, me, I, I, I've done. Like, I, I, I've done my history. Yeah. <laughs> Great album, the Innocents. I have that on vinyl. I should play it. Yeah, also, so though, see, but that. but I was also thinking about this because like you know, I I actually went back to see like why my reasoning of why I never listened to Erasure back in the day in eighty eight. And you know, and I do have reasoning why, especially good because they started in 1986. And and when it comes to synth pop, one of the greatest synth pops, my personal favorite synth pop albums of all time, had just dropped in '86. Uh, Depeche Mode's Black Celebration. Oh yeah, and that had changed my course for the way that synth pop could be like like <laughs> depressive and gothic. So, yeah. And think about it to this day. I mean, wait you know, a second. I mean, wait, you've seen you've you've listened to the Innocence before, the whole thing already right now. Well, by, no, by so, now, right? Oh no, I've yeah, probably a dozen so times. So, what's more depressing than when I needed you most? Like, yeah, that, but it's not that's like a great it's, song. Also, bear, don't, don't forget though. Don't forget that the uh, that the Clark guy, he left a Depeche Mode or supposedly he left yeah. Depeche Mode because he felt they were going in too dark of a direction. <laughs> so, so, so right off way, the bed, it's like, you know. Yeah, but when the night, when I needed you, that melancholic uh, melancholic mix is um, ex- exceptional. I love that song. Funeral Playlist, yeah. I'm adding it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but I was like, there's a reason why I didn't listen to, especially that that first album, what's it called? The uh, Mirror or uh, the, the first uh, Erasure album. 
Because okay. I actually went back, I actually listened to that a couple of times. This isn't it? This isn't their first album? Uh, the, the, the Innocence is their thir- third album. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the first album dropped in 86. Oh, and it's kind of like forgettable. So that's why, like, yeah. And it's, it's this time have, Black Celebration's have, out. They do have a number of uh, a hit songs. Oh, no, no, no. They have a they lot of, a couple of albums. I don't know. There's two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're off the, they're, they pretty much, well, all their songs, after a certain point, like when the Innocence comes out, that's like their big album. Now everything, yeah. now everything they do is like is like gold now. <laughs> there you go. All right, this is uh, fights are on. So we got to okay. go. Okay. Uh, this has been Vivon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, let's see.